Welcome to RPG Cast episode 55 for October 18th. I'm here with your normal group of crazies who are proving themselves to be even more crazy than usual this week. I resent that. Yeah, but everyone else on the show represents it, unfortunately. Oh, I wasn't being that. No weird. argument, right? <laughs> yeah, Talk to you no, I, I argue. I October. How did I say it? Shoot, it's gone now. I lost it. I lost it. <laughs> Ma- fun. Mocktober. That's it, yeah. Rocktober? Mocktober. Yeah, it's like Mocktober. Late October. <laughs> What's the f- <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> already, <laughs> already, <laughs> already, I've lost control of you. <clears throat> At least it's sorry. early on, so you can mark where that one was. Yeah. <laughs> what, I, what are you trying to do to my seriously though? What are you trying to do to my name? Turn it into the month of October. Oh, is he still? Oh, it already is a byword for idiocy, stupidity, and incompetence. We might as well make it into a farce. <laughs> okay. Well, All right. So as you can hear, I have Mr. Oliver Motok. Oh, now, <laughs> Mr. Now. Ethan yes, Piper. Speak. <laughs> I'm um, Ethan. Hey, this is Sean Cooper's last week. Everybody. Yes, Time I'll party. get to that. <laughs> I have Mr. Ethan Piper. Say something, Ethan. He is eating. Oh, well, I didn't. I didn't know you said me. Hold on. When <laughs> Lucifer leaves. Wait, wait. When Lucifer leaves, there will be a strange sound, something like silence. But do not be fooled. When Lucifer Are leaves, but noise will resound. Seriously, get your own shtick. Riddles will you hear it. Pathetic. From his really elements. Come on now. He's I'm about to insult Oliver. Shut up. I'm reading you a poem, Lucifer. Yes, at least no. It's an honorable tribute. For me, an honorable tribute. Mm-hmm. I'm starting again. There's only two stanzas. I think you can sit. <laughs> we can, no, I can't. We're not going to be able to get through two stanzas. All right, give it a shot. Okay. When Lucifer leaves, there will be a strange sound, something like silence, but do not be fooled. When Lucifer leaves, one noise will resound. Riddles will hear it from his elementary school. When Lucifer leaves, we will lose a great mind. We will lose some great laughs. We will lose some great times. Lucifer's absence will breathe sadness in kind. We will not hear silence, but instead a great cry. A large cry or something like that. That's it. (laughs) A large cry or something like that. Well, at least you remembered the entire length of the poem this week. From his elementary school. What the heck does yes. that mean? Well, you, you were just ago. born during Blue Dragon. I mean, you shouldn't be out of elementary school yet. Hardly in first yeah, grade. I, I know. Question. What? How yes. long exactly before the Joker was old? Um, about about, a, when you, about, what, about when you grow old. As soon as you get old. <laughs> is it really that hilarious to the rest <laughs> yes. of the world? Yes, yes, yes it, it is, really is actually. It's yes. a Blue Dragon joke. Is this Blue Dragon joke is hilarious. It's Sean Cooper. Well, it keeps it developing. So. I really want to know. Forged in the fiery furnace of my farcical facility. Right after the one ring was forged, so too was this joke. <laughs> and, same you know what, Oliver? The truth never gets old. Actually, I don't know about that <laughs> no, it because doesn't. it wasn't it forged from Blue Dragon was me. <laughs> yeah, I suppose so. <laughs> it was forged in the belly of a poo snake. There you go. Oh. That's a much better. <laughs> Who, else <is> here? <laughs> Who else is here, Sabbath? Um, Michael Tidwell. I am here, even though I never get a word Sabbath. in with these crazies. <laughs> yes, and uh, Sean Cooper. Hello. My name is Sean Lucifer Cooper, and I'm here today to bring you something that I brought you months and 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 months. Are you counting every month? No, I'm just saying it till someone interrupts me. A go. It's also poetry, and it's much better than ethos poetry. Hey, I wrote that two minutes before I came this on this. Is on. Authentic Luciferian poetry. 
No, no, this isn't Luciferian. This is something else. This week, I'm sorry, unless the fit takes me, we won't have any poetry for me. This is something that's worth reminding everyone of one more time. I met a traveler from an antique land who said, two vast and trunkless legs of stone stand in the desert. Near them, on the sand, half sunk, a shattered visage lies, whose frown and wrinkled lip and sneer of cold command tell that its sculptor well passions rich yet survive, stamp these lifeless things, the hand that mocked them, and the heart that fed. And on the pedestal these words appear, My name is Ozymandias, king of kings. Look on my works, ye mighty, and despair. Nothing beside remains. Round the decay of that colossal wreck, boundless and bare, the lone and level sands stretch far away. So... Why did you see fit to remind us of Ozymandias? Because all things pass. Oh. And this week is my last year at RP Gamer. We are passing Lucifer. He's, it indeed. This he's also announcing that he has an incurable disease and he's about to die. Yes, I have every <clears throat> 1920s disease at once. I don't know how it happened. I really <laughs> Every disease from the 20s. I sent it to you. The <laughs> Only the 1920s disease. <laughs> I'll send it to you on the back of an index card. Yes, that's where it yes, came I from. Did. It all comes together this last week. <laughs> we finally understand the great mysteries at work. Oh, all right. Well, why don't we get into some feedback? Because I, I know the listeners had some things to say about your last week. Oh, and first of all, I'm I'm Chris Privetier, host. So, um, oh, yeah, no, we know who you are. <laughs> I never introduced myself. So he's that guy. I'm that dude. All right. What are always talking? Yeah. So let's get into the feedback. All right. First off, from the White Wolf, who we decided must have a voice like Batman from Batman Begins. It's like Pepper Pot Lady. Shall, shall I read it as Batman, or shall I read it? I think the, you should. Okay. Where was Lucifer Ethos this read. last podcast? I was listening to episode 54 and got so bored I turned it off after 10 minutes. His hilarious antics liven things up to the same degree that Montauk bores everyone to death. <laughs> yes, he spelled Oliver's last name Montauk. R- M-O-N-T-O-R. No, he's obviously talking about somebody else. No, I, I am Montauk. It's his alter ego. Montauk. Montauk by day. Montauk the destroyer. <laughs> I come to bring bad game reviews to the world. (laughs) Tales of Vesperia is my sword. (laughs) (laughs) All right, let's finish. Anyway, I don't know if you spoke of this in the last podcast, but TGS was uber boring. Basically, nothing new was announced. I had already heard of all the games presented. Also, every developer decided to make their RPGs for the DS. I understand that it has a humongous install base, but... I think they are using the DS as an excuse to waste less money in the development of the game. <laughs> waste less yeah, money. They, I probably, like that. they probably do want to waste less money. Yes, crappier graphics, shorter and less ex- shorter and less epic games, and they're barely taking advantage of the hardware. Yeah, those three D graphics—they just make themselves on the DS. Also, <laughs> Ethos, you are hot. Please take your shirt off. <laughs> See, that says it right there. This is from Ethos's male homosexual lover, of which he actually has several. Now, White Wolf would be pleased to hear that I have actually... Uh, the, the, I know what else wants to hear this. Hey, 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 you guys yeah. already Well, let's, let's make it simple. Ethos, is your shirt on or off? It's off. Oh, it's off. <laughs> there we oh, go. Boy. That's all we needed. That's all okay, we well, need to know. Let's go further. 
What other article? No, 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 no we no. don't want to know. <laughs> no, why are you criticizing my ethos so no. much? That's what I want to know. It was actually Montauk who wrote this letter. <laughs> that, Who's Montauk? Well, actually, our theory, Ethan, is that it See, was you who wrote the letter. The, this man no, hates me I, because also, Ethos loves me. No. And he wants Ethos. He is a superhero, yeah. and so he, he wants can't to have you by your superhero identity. He is yeah, the exactly. Black Wolf, and you are Montauk, the destroyer. <laughs> Montauk, the destroyer. <laughs> Will that be a, a new well, uh, character in Lucifer's? It should be. It's a, a hey, letter. Hey, but wait till the announcement of the game before we discuss it. I guess, I guess oh. we don't need to really respond to the letter too much, other than um, I don't think they're purposely trying to make crappier gef- graphics and shorter and less epic games. I do think okay. they're trying to save some money by developing on the DS. Let's or as you put it, remember- waste less money. <laughs> Let's also remember one small little fact. Mm-hmm. You can't walk five feet without seeing someone with a DS in Japan. Yeah, it's it's the big system, so yeah, they want to make money. <laughs> yeah, exactly. They, and still so as far as that goes, he is he is he has a valid point, and it's sad, but you know what? There's so many games being developed for every platform right now. Who cares if there's a lot on DS? But uh, I'm happy, yeah. Mr. White Witch. White Wolf. Have a problem with me? <laughs> no, no, no. He's, 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 he's playing off the Montauk thing. Be he's quiet. the White Witch now. Hopeless. If you yes, he's the White Witch. The, the White Witch can die at the end of the line, the Witch in the Wardrobe. Didn't you read the book? Didn't you see the Oh, spoilers, yes. Sean. Spoilers. Yes, I know. The yeah, book you ruined the book fashion. and movie for Early everyone. Early 20th century novels. I know. <laughs> I ruined them all. By the way, Ozymandias... He's dead. <laughs> went down too. Spoilers! <laughs> I'm ruining Shelley's poetry right here. Even though it's already... Okay. <laughs> oh my god. You're defeating your own argument, Chris. <laughs> let's let's move on. Later on in this podcast, I'll spoil Byron's Don Juan for you as well. Wait, wait. Where where was it's he? about Don Juan. Don't tell anyone. What? Never what? answered the question. Where was Ethos what? last podcast? Yeah, where were you at last podcast? He was oh, I here. Don't know. I don't remember. I don't know either. <laughs> he was here. Was he? I was absolutely yeah. no. I absolutely not. It was the it's the first podcast I've missed in, in an age. An age. An age. The age of men. The age of elves. Or which age? Already. Which age? And the age of Lucifer, apparently. <laughs> That's what this age is. Okay, what's the next letter? I don't know where. <laughs> the I'm next right. letter is two, which is Oliver's age. No. Oh the next no time. no no! He's in elementary school by now. Yeah. No no. Blue Dragon only came out about two years ago. Yes. Well, yeah. He's, he's on the he's on the advanced school. program like Vivian. Oh, I see. Yeah, like Vivian. <laughs> Vivian's already moments. in school, so so Ridley can be in school too. No. They can be in school Vivian together. Yeah. They can. They'll probably learn the same stuff. Riddles and Vivi. It's adorable. Vivian Vivi. is Michael's daughter. Name, who doesn't Tyler know. shoes. All right. So from I Valsar. Um, he says, just got around listening to the podcast last night, and I figured since I'm checking out the Final Fantasy XI 14-day trial, and there seemed to be some confusion about what all came with the game, I'd post and answer the question. He says, you, you get just the game and none of the expansions. The download was 2.03 gigabytes, and it also lets you create three characters. So there you go. Three characters. So I already know how to mule before And he even says get he was able to hit level 12 within three hours of soloing. Teach them young. Make sure they get it in. <laughs> yeah, make sure they know how to That's mule. right. I'm yeah, sorry, in my experience, well, you don't need that many characters in eleven because you can 
keep leveling the job on your main character. But No, 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 but you need the mules to hold all your equipment for yes, all the jobs that absolutely. you're not leveling. But, uh, yeah, it sounds like experience moves faster. You got to level 12 in just three hours, which is um, that's, that's pretty impressive. impressive. That is impressive for a, a non-stop job and everything. I mean, jeez. Wow. I wonder what job Has he was played leveling. the game before, I wonder. Probably Red Mage. <laughs> Maybe. Uh, all right. Red, Red Mage level is really easy. There you go. From Reeton Abdul, we get, I will miss you, Lucy, he says all in caps. Um, signed, Reeton the Amazingly Powerful Gulkan Monk. Contact information, Reeton Abdul. Okay, I don't know why it says that. All right, so yes, I what? guess he, I think he, he has 13 posts, so <laughs> this is one of those is dedicated to you. A lot of people just, not posted just, very often. They just wanted to come in and say goodbye to you, Sean. Well, that's very nice. Epion01 says, oh, Epion01 nice. says, I started following the podcast because of that unscripted episode Lucifer and Meta Ridley did. <laughs> that was, yeah, a, that was an epic we episode. <laughs> Too bad I didn't start sooner. Lucifer, you shall be missed, he says. You probably I, I, more I am glad that I am leaving RP Gamer with new listeners because of that. That yes. was a, That's it. Unless they don't go with you. <laughs> Or unless they do go Wait, with you. What are they going to do? Follow me into graduate school? I must take a class. No, but they might say, he's off the podcast. Ah! Just throw it well, on their iPods and stamp on them on the ground. I'm hoping That's not. Please stay well, with us. I'm wondering how many people came back the next week expecting more of the same. And they're like, watch this. RPG <laughs> what's this crap? This yeah, is like normal news. What is this? I can get this anywhere else. <laughs> But let's the let's remind people, <laughs> you know, since he said that he, you know, he, he missed so much of Whisper, you can go back and listen to older episodes. Yes, <laughs> there are so many there. episodes, and and just go to the rpgamer.com slash rpgcast. There's a whole list there of episodes, and they all all the ones with Lucifer say Lucifer. So apparently, we've done like 54 of them now, or something. Uh, yes, we have, <laughs> <laughs> with a few specials here and there. Just okay. one special, wasn't it? Yeah, I know. Oh, no, all the E3 stuff. Oh, those were... Oh. And a TV yeah. special last year, I think. And, I need uh, to stop drinking when doing podcasts at E3. Oh, no, you don't. <laughs> no, I don't. You, those you are weren't good. that bad, okay. actually. No, I'm did drunk I? now. Yeah, Michael, fine. it's okay. How can you be drunk at 10 in the morning? It happens, Michael. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't stop drinking from last night, is how it happened. Exactly. I haven't even gone to bed yet. Oh, what am I such a liar. You are such a I, lying liar. You're either have, lying to me or you're lying to them. I like, oh, we just went downtown and walked around. Oh, he's caught. Oh, it hurt. Okay. Oh, it's true. I'm in, so what I'm in, are you doing? Are you lying? Are you lying to them? Or no, I'm entirely sober. I'm, I just... I just <laughs> ah. See, there you go. <laughs> what I'm just I, trying I, to impress... Okay. And then Vortex <laughs> says, the new format will take a bit of getting used to. No, you can't. Oh, that's you my job. Subject, don't you? Uh, <laughs> go ahead, read Vortex's email. Vortex is a staff member now. He went from listener to staff member. He's living the dream. You can too. Go sign up <laughs> at RB Gamer Jobs. <laughs> <laughs> we shouldn't laugh because we are actually working here, but living the dream, that's a bit of a stretch. Shut up. <laughs> no, it's true. The RP Gamer offices are glorious. I have no yes, idea. They what are. He's leaving his massive desk with a window seat. Lucy, was shiny missed by a lot of people. Oh, what? That glistens in the sunlight in the mornings as you open Yeah, Oliver has to shine it every day. <laughs> yeah, that's his job. <laughs> that's Oliver's main job. Remember Back to the Future 2 with B- the old Biff? <laughs> shining yeah. Montauk, my desk is dirty. Clean it's, it for me. All right. Anyway, continue. Lucy, 
Lucy will be missed by a lot of people, I am sure. However, I am also sure. He doesn't say also, but I put that in there. The podcast <laughs> will continue to be a great weekly event for many of our listeners. Good luck. But not all of them. <laughs> many of them. Not the ones who started <laughs> listening during your the Oliver Apparently Lucifer not. special. No. It's okay. Obviously, Oliver is practicing on making fun of me, so you guys will still get uh, the making fun of thing going. And so, but you're yeah, not I'm as easy of a target, but man. There, there's, a sheer, there's a sheer difference between... How much Lucifer can make fun of someone, and how much Montauk can make fun of someone? It's true, and the, th- the difference is Oliver loves me too much to make fun of me too long, too much. The difference well. is also, I think, in the quality. Well, you see, if I didn't love you, then I couldn't make fun of you. That's a good point. <laughs> Although I don't like you. I just can't talk to him. <laughs> he hits me because he loves me. Exactly. Oh like dear. I'm okay. really glad that I am leaving this homosexual hug fest. This <laughs> but you want to be part of it. No, I don't want to have anything yes, to do with you, you or your penis. You can't, you can't deny your feelings. No, no, I mean, no, I don't want your penis. You I, don't. Up, I don't. Really. No, I don't. No. I will await the day Lucifer returns to turn RP Gamer into Lucy Gamer. That day, the light will prevail over darkness. By the way, I love the music at the end of the podcast, where it's from. <laughs> Only know it's related to Patapod from what I heard. I need the name of the music. Must have that music. Yes, that's a note from Virtue. And, yes, um, that's, that's he's, uh, He's referring to the music at the end of the last show, which I took from the Patapon 2 trailer that was released at TGS. Ah, oh, you thief. Yes. You willfully well, know you willfully their tell game. us you're breaking copyright. I'm promoting their game for them. Oh. What? Well, I think I, will, uh, I think I'm promoting their game for them, but you know. You are just a bit. Only now, because now actually someone knows what the music's from. Before that, we're just like, what is this random noise? Uh, I think when it says pata 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 pong seventeen See, times the in the trailer, is, I don't <laughs> listen to the post production podcast, so I have no idea. I'll send I'll send you the song later, then, Mister. I do. Okay. I'm just behind on them. Strawberry well, eggs. The trailer, says, right? Oh, I have a letter from him. Actually, go to the thread and link it at the end of that thread. Is it a him? I think strawberry eggs is a her. I think Oliver's already mistaken this one and got embarrassed. Oh, strawberry know, eggs. Strawberry eggs has a female avatar eggs. and has kind of a female sounding name, so we're gonna go with girl. Yeah, go with girl. Even though it's on the internet, so it is undoubtedly a guy. But beyond that... It's a her. It's a her, it's a her, it's a her, it's a her. Sure. How can you say that when we actually have girls on staff? I, I don't believe they're girls. Also guys. I don't believe the girls we have on staff are Oz isn't a girl? Girls, I will say that. I, until I see no, them in well. person, which I have seen for the girls on staff, some of them at least. I, I won't be a girl until... Have I'm you close. verified their gender? I have not fully verified, but if I've, I've gotten know. to a... I, I'm, I'm as sure as I need to be. There are girls on the internet. What do, what do you? How do you have to fully define? This is what's scary. Well, you, exactly what you're thinking. But anyway, so <laughs> strawberry <laughs> eggs, <laughs> strawberry eggs, and writes to us about Lucifer. It's a shame to have you leave us, Lucifer. Though I'm sure the podcast will continue to be great. It just won't be the same without you. I and many people will miss you dearly. I don't mind the new. Yeah, anyway, it's, it's a lot better. I think it'll be better because we don't have to listen to the two hours of Lucifer talking in the now playing section. <laughs> when he doesn't play anything. Yes. <laughs> How do, he manages to have the longest part of that section and, and not play, play any anything games. new. <laughs> oh, and I played some Team Fortress 2. The end. Oh, come on. <laughs> but You can have Fox on. He can do that I, I'm, I'm going uh, to miss Curmudgeon's Corner, actually. He yes. hasn't done it in so long. It doesn't yeah, matter. but it's okay. I, He's I just waiting for a good one. Speak, so oh, no this next one is from we have to finish strawberries. No, we're no. We did finish strawberries. Strawberry went on no, to comment we about the new format, which it's still too ner- too early to make a final decision on. But uh, then Riboflavin goes on. Um, I'm gonna miss Lucaper. Lucaper. 
<laughs> no offense to anyone else. Everyone is great, and I love the podcast. But he's the heart of the show. Damn. I may as well just give up. I registered on four. This is his one and only post. Was to come in and talk about that, which is awesome. Thank you, Riboflavor. This is why he misspelled my name. He's only ever heard. He's only ever heard it on the podcast. Oh, that's a never point. seen it in print. He's never been to the site, but he, I, you, know, you know, spelling with C is kind of an interesting idea. Yeah, I can get behind is. that because it's like Lucifer, but with a P. Exactly, like, that's exactly what it is. Yes, the with devilish the man that he is. The U. Yes, and two R's. So it's right. like Lucifer, except with a P, a U, and two R's. All right, finally, Silicon Noob says no. Lucifer can't leave his weekly derision of Oliver is the best part of RPG cast, and who else is going to deliver weekly Mother 3 updates? And well, more about that later that on. Because they're out. Is it ah, really ah, ah, be quiet. We'll Don't put- steal ah. his thunder. Oh. Ah. <laughs> you can have zombies. <laughs> ah. No, it was no. <laughs> I, I, I have to think that you put a little much emphasis on that many O's. I think for that much... No, no, you would have to have like a whole screen of O's. I think that was sufficient. Like that. Yeah. There, there, there should have been more. Well, Thank you all very much for your very nice comments. Yeah, that was very, yeah, very all, nice. Uh, four of you. They're also comments. Yeah, there's, very, well, there's more than four. There may be five or perhaps six. Those are actually, these are the only fans you actually have. Yep, there they Oliver, are. You need to go back yes. to school and learn how to count. Yes. <laughs> I think you've got count. it down, Pat. You don't. Two, four, six, seven here. Seven. Seven. <laughs> Seven. 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 Six and a half more fans than he has. <laughs> yes, and Ethos is that half a fan. That's a problem. Yeah, that, yeah. It is worth saying, though, to to these wonderful listeners and to ed- anyone who is thinking and uh, about it and may not have written in that if you stop listening because I'm not here, you're making a terrible decision. This podcast is great. And it's not great because of me or because of uh, any individual on it. It's because of the way we work together. And I'm sure that when I'm gone, it will continue to be just as funny and just as entertaining as it was when I was here, only without all the intelligence. <laughs> exactly. Ouch. <laughs> Handled in true Lissaparian style. <laughs> I do I my just... best to tell it like it is. <laughs> oh, thank you, Sean. sincere moments, people. It's so rare to hear him this sincere. I know. Yes. I think, I think he's going up There's on nothing time. left to lose. I might as well tell the truth. <laughs> podcast, you can hear this kind of Luciferian sincerity like maybe two or three times. Yeah. It's really pretty stunning whenever it happens. Yeah. yeah. Or when he calls you at midnight times. a little bit intoxicated. Oh. <laughs> I have yes, no idea what you're talking about. Oh, <laughs> See, that's okay. why he wanted to pretend that he was whatsoever. drunk. He wanted to impress Lucifer. Ah. Yeah. Okay. That's it right there. What, what came out? What's coming out? What's coming out, Simon? Oh, yeah. Let's move oh, on. Here's the release. The Blade Shuffle Dungeon is coming out on the 21st of zero. <laughs> that's, that's a typo. <laughs> that's October. <laughs> October. October. <laughs> Mocktober. Yes, Mocktober. 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 Anyway. Away Shuffle Dungeon will be coming out. This is the one on the DS where um, the top screen and the bottom screen are kind of separate. When you leave one screen, the screen you left kind of shuffles within like five seconds or so. And uh, if you this actually not go back, entirely, to... that's not a, that's, that's not a that's good actually thing. entirely wrong. No, yeah, it is. No, I did. It's I played a timed it. reaction. When you enter the window, you have X number of seconds before that window shuffles. No, the, to bo- leave. the one you leave shuffles. 
No, the one you're going in, it can't shuffle while you're in it. Yeah, but if only if you go back into it. Mm, it did the when I did. The problem with this game is out. that when you take, when you when you play it and you separate the screens, your DS doesn't work anymore. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He put one in his left hand and one screen in his right hand. Exactly. It didn't work anymore. I don't understand. Yes, you probably shouldn't have done that. Anyway, the point is, this is the one where the screens shuffle on you, and if you're caught on the tile that's shuffling, it sends you back to the top of the dungeon. You collect and build your town of kind of like Darth Cloud and stuff. It's 3D. It's for the DS. It looks interesting. It's mm, Mistwalker? No. Yes? No. 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 What is it? Someone Uh, else. A different company. Oh... (laughs) We, it's we, that other company that makes games. It's it, them. It is Mist Walker. No. Yes. Yes, them. That's the company I meant when is I said no. Them? But I no, but yes. it's not. It's not published by the people who normally do Mist Walker games. It's this was. This no, was it's the by first tune. The concept is by Mist Walker. Well, that's a, isn't all. Are all Mist Walker games the concept by Mist Walker? Well, no, they actually do code some, don't they? No. 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 I don't, no. I think they they always have developers do the games. Different developers. Uh, so they just they use their bright minds and say, "Do this for yeah, me." Yeah, I, I, I guess the only difference would be how much their production staff, like you know, um, wow, uh, Final Fantasy guy and stuff, are involved. According so, to our us, page says developer Artoon concept yeah. by Mistwalker. Yeah, exactly. So this said. is the first one that's being you know published by Majesco. So they were excited to get a Mistwalker. According game. to us, well, wasn't it? It was. It says there are only five days difference at least. Yes, AQ Interactive is the parent company of. Like a whole bunch of publishers in the U.S. Yeah, it it, came, it comes out on the 16th. I guess it will when this podcast is up. It will have been out on the 16th. No, on the 21st. No, in, in Japan. Japan. Yeah, in Japan. It's out in Japan because this is the 18th already. This okay, okay, okay. So, great. <laughs> the point is, it's almost, uh, it's almost Wait, out. You Umatsu, can check it out. Oh, so Umatsu is doing the music. I'm sorry, yeah. I didn't know that. That would be part of Mistwalker. Yeah, yeah. it's him yeah, and I, Sakaguchi. <laughs> <clears throat> Sakaguchi. I didn't, I didn't think he was doing the music for this one. I thought, I don't know. Never mind. No thinking from Montauk. Is it possible? <laughs> no. That's a prohibition against something that's not even possible. Well, you see, now I may have to actually like consider picking up the game if <laughs> because I have lots of music. Well, he 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 is okay. a big fan of Mistwalker games. But just he was born in one soundtrack. after all. I am a big. Fan that's of true. Mistwalker. He has to he has to support the he father honor his parents. from Blue Dragon. Honor thy father and mother. Yeah, very good. That's such a stupid, retarded joke. It doesn't make any sense. <laughs> <laughs> the only reason it works so well is because it makes you so mad. If you people could just come up with something that made slightly more sense, that was actually funny. No, you know, I I like laughing at myself when there's actually something to laugh at. We like laughing at you all the time, so it works out fine. We don't even care if there's something to laugh at. We just laugh at you. Yeah, I mean, just, just go get the Motok DLC. You'll understand. Sometimes I call like Ethos the on the phone and I'm like, "Hello, Ethos," and he says, "Hello, Lucifer," and I say, "Oliver Motok," and then we go. Ha, ha, ha. <laughs> <laughs> it does happen. That is not a lot. Look, we it just happened on the podcast. Just right now. <laughs> <laughs> That's the best part. All right. Um, anyway, Chris, <laughs> do you, do you like do you like Castlevania, Oliver? Oh wait, no! I'm sorry. No, you don't. I'm so sorry. I forgot. You did not forget. I totally did. Until I until I said that, I'm like, oh, that was a mistake, wasn't it? No, Castlevania is among the most boring, tepid, stupid experiences I've ever had in my life. Well, I'm glad the latest one's coming out. Oliver, then the best thing you could possibly do is to go outside and find Roadkill and mail it to him. 
Actually, <laughs> the best thing to do is go join a certain internet chat uh, forum. I forget what it's called. The one that was insulting him? Chapel of Resonance. Oh, see, he doesn't forget. Oliver (laughs) bears a grudge. Yeah. On Irrelevancy Cast, episode 55, Motok bears a grudge. (laughs) Oh, that can be a great... We could have Montok bears a grudge. It's like a kid show. Motok bears a grudge. Yes. (laughs) Anyway, Castlevania, this is the new DS Castlevania game. It's 2D. It's the kind of game that everyone likes. Um, It's out on my birthday. Go buy it. Thank you. <laughs> Are you going to I buy? Will. So all the games, all the games that come out on your birthday, we have to buy. Every one of them, including okay, because <laughs> I hate I hate to tell you this, but this list is sadly short. <laughs> including pets, horses. Well, this is the this is the RPG list. The the no, actual no, no. general if list. If I actually is much bigger. checked our front page, yeah, there are four games you missed. Nah. Mm-hmm. Nah. <laughs> nah. Uh-huh. Got all the ones on the twenty first. Away Shuffle Dungeon. Castle except for those other three. Four. Yeah, Eternal Sonata. Except for those other four. <laughs> Monster the Master Layer and Star Ocean. First all right, so let's start out with Eternal Sonata. This is the PS3 port of the popular 360 game. <laughs> um, anybody this reviewing that? Are we going to try and stuff? review that separately? Um, um, our um, PS3 users are kind of low, so well, that'd be me, you, and this. Omega. I have yeah. And you don't review things, and Omega's busy playing games he likes. Well, I'm so. probably going to be reviewing Valkyria Chronicles. Me? Okay. No, I will. <laughs> you don't you write anything. Review. I'm not letting you... F- no. I wrote a review for Fire Emblem for GameCube that was very well, highly praised by other reviews. And how many years after was it released did you actually finish the review? What do you mean? <laughs> it was... It was in... The, was it been two weeks after the game release, Mike? <laughs> Really? Yeah. You can play a game that fast? No, shut up. Did you call into work possible. or something and say, yes. no, I, I'm sick. As soon I as I realized, pop. well, Mike, <clears throat> as soon as I realized I was doing the review, suddenly I treated the game playing a bit more seriously. <laughs> you can do that? Yeah, Probably I'm sorry. <laughs> kind of like how I treat the podcast. Okay. Wow. <laughs> so all we had to do was say, you needed to review Fez, and it wouldn't have taken him a year. Well, you didn't want me reviewing Fez. <laughs> So oh, also, on, also besides Eternal Sonata, thank you, Mike, um, would be Fable Two <laughs> for the 360, which I spent. And you know, let's mention this now because I think I have this in our stories, right? Uh, Fable Two, Fable Two, Fable Two, Fable Two, Fable Two, Fable Two. All right, so you can go to a website right now and play. <laughs> what was that? Is that your interlude into your segment? <laughs> Shush. <laughs> yeah, that was my fill time. <laughs> if you go to fable2.com or xbox.fable2.com or something like that, you can um. Uh, we have the link for it here. You can play two <laughs> mini games. The first is a little um, play that you get to make choices in, just like you do in Fable. And at the end of the play, there's three different endings. And for each ending you you complete, you can play it over and over again. You sign in with your uh, Windows Live ID, and it will link to your account and give you in-game items that you will get as soon as you start playing the game. Um, it'll t- attach it to your da- gamer tag. And then also there's another one. Uh, one of the items is a chicken suit, which is awesome. Because who doesn't want to run around as a giant chicken, right? I don't. Well, not I Sean, don't. but uh, <clears throat> not anybody. I would like to see Oliver run around. The, f- the funny part is, I have no plans of buying Fable 2, but I found myself unable to resist the lure of getting free in-game items. So I played all these little mini-games. So just well, that's in case nice. you ever pick it up. <laughs> well, the, other, the other thing it, you it's, can... What? It's odd, because I went to find it being lazy and not using Google like you're supposed to. And I just went to the Xbox site. And then I just typed in Fable 2, and it actually redirects me to the actual site, so you can just okay. do that. Sweet. 
And um, the other game you can play is Chicken Kicken, which, as it sounds, is about kicking chickens. Um, this one is a little That's wonky so flash great. applet. I suggest moving the mouse around before you click when you go to kick stuff, and it'll work a little better for you. But um, anyway, you kick enough chickens, and you get 500 gold in your game. So, And it seems to That's be repeatable. It. And I'm sure Pete is all over this. Well, it does say when you're done that no chickens were harmed in the development of Fable 2. Mm. But yeah, you can you can throw chickens, get them caught in a beehive or on spikes and stuff like that. So it's fun. And they make the best sound but when they get weren't them on actually the spikes. Harmed. It's just awesome. I think, once again, this is another place where we could use Motok and have a game where you throw Motok into spikes. Or you can feed him to chickens and combine the two. Man-eating sh- zombie chickens? Well, no. Motok eating chickens. Mot- Montok eating chickens. <laughs> Montok eating chickens. <laughs> so you know, I, I really think that Montok is going to replace Riddles as his favorite nickname. I, I'm not a big fan of Riddles. That's an ethos thing. I leave it to him. Riddles, give me Riddles Montok. Riddles needs Skittles or something. I don't know. I don't like it. Montok Riddles. No. Instead of made a riddle. No. No. Montok no. Riddle. No. Yeah, no. Yeah. Master of the Monster Lair. How about Master the Monster Lair? Also out this week. We have a review up on our site now. Go we check do. it out. We give it a... <clears throat> is it good? <laughs> Ooh. Let's see what the five is. <clears throat> Unpleasant. Well, it's done by Seventh Circle, who, as we've established, <laughs> seems five to be a, a master at playing terrible games. He hates games. He's, he he's, been, he's been upset lately. I think, I think it's getting to him. We need to give him some I, good games. We tried. We gave him... Mountain. Play, we need to we? give him more than just one. <laughs> he enjoys being upset. He well, that was the sad thing is we gave him Mountain Blade, thinking it wouldn't be any good, and then he gave it a good score, and we were confused. <laughs> we need to give him some more good games. He's playing, he's playing Bird Dungeon now. What? Oh, that's what? a good game. I'm sorry, Chocobo's Dungeon. Oh, <laughs> I heard Bird Dungeon. I'm like, what? Yes, is Bird that's, Dungeon? that's our nickname because it's a big, long, you know, Final Fantasy Fables Chocobo's Dungeon. So, which one is this? Bird is this the D- one of the DS we. ones? Oh, we. Oh, he's playing an old game. Oh, that's not a review game. What? The one on the Wii U was already reviewed. Was what? You reviewed it, Mike, didn't you? No. No. I finished it all along, and then we went to E3, and... um, Um, Okay, so it's right up there with your Disgaea 3 review? Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) It's all in my head. Let's make fun of Michael. What the heck just happened? Lucifer is trying to get the piano. That was my upsetting... Music because that Disgaea three review is a source of contention for me. Why <laughs> do, it get, not do it again? That is so awesome. You're welcome. Why haven't you done this for the last twenty podcasts? I'm saving it for the for the grand end. That's right. This week, hear about how Firemist has been not uh, not doing the reviews he's supposed to do on this week's RPG cast. Suddenly, going back in time, and we are BBC. One in 1920s, Britain. That's brilliant. <laughs> you two can contribute against the battle against the boss. How can you do it? You can do it by purchasing Liberty Bonds today. Wow. Absolutely fantastic. Liberty Bonds, and also, don't forget, get a victory garden going. This Spart weekend, your local troops. Go out and kick your Motok right now. Yes. <laughs> no, don't kick any Motoks. <laughs> You can't kick me. <laughs> kick Montauk. Montauk. You have to kick Montauk. Kick the Montauk. Um, yeah, uh, kick the Montauk. Squeeze, squeeze right your here. nose. Squeeze your nose with one hand, and then put your hand up next to your mouth, and then and then just talk like that. <laughs> I think you're squeezing a bit too hard. 
<laughs> Matt, don't put your hand over your mouth. <laughs> All right, so that was the that was the arts and craft portion of the show. <laughs> I'm just trying to be the teacher in uh, Peanuts. This is the most ridiculous podcast. <laughs> I, I think it's the podcast this... ever. Says Ethos. Film on 11. Where do you put your hand over your, like, over your mouth and on your mouth? No, just next to your mouth. Just, just like you're, like you're shouting down a hall. Oh, right. Yeah, you got it. That's it. Oh, that was great. Okay. Uh, <laughs> Thank you. No, it's not worth it. Huh? Uh, yes. <laughs> I think Lucifer's running out of air or something. What is going on? Just go back to your old woman from from Monty Python. That would work much better. Now my fingers are sticky. Let's leave. (laughs) I didn't say to put your hand in your mouth. (laughs) Oh! Steve, I still can't. (laughs) I just put my hand in my mouth. Maybe that was That's not it. (laughs) Next to your mouth like you're shouting down a hallway. I've okay. never shouted down a hallway. Uh-huh. I'm not surprise. familiar with the requirements of shouting down a hallway. Why do you have to put your hand next to your mouth? To make your voice carry. If you're in a hallway, won't your voice carry. Yeah, anyway. <laughs> what the heck are we doing? What are we doing? <laughs> We're talking about the final new release this week, which is Star Ocean, The First Departure. <laughs> what was that? That's right. we got to review it right now on site. Thank you. <laughs> So go check out yes, their view by Adrian. I think he yeah. liked it. No, he didn't like it. Like it. it was he loved, he loved it. it. What? He told me it was mediocre right. just now. In he gave the- it a four and a half, Sean. He said it's the best PlayStation Portable game he's ever played. He's a liar. Yeah, a because liar. that would be Crisis Core, of course. Yeah, he it, said, in other words, it beat Crisis Core. Yeah. <laughs> that doesn't make any sense because he just <clears> told me <throat> that it was mediocre at best. He said, it must have had a well, really good given, ending. Star then. Ocean Three is mediocre, and Radiata Stories. This is Star Ocean One. Star oh. Ocean Three. This is Star Ocean One. You stupid fool. Well, they both begin with Star and Ocean. <laughs> how am I supposed? Just <laughs> because they're part of a series. Oh my goodness. So I wonder if. I wonder how the plot works with these remakes. There are no series games. That, from what I understand, line. it three kind of really screws with the plot. So I don't know. Isn't it a prequel? Um. Yeah, but it does something weird. Apparently, there's a twist. So. I don't know. I don't want to say too much. But, um, oh, yeah, I don't know. No, I think no, 4 continues four after, after 3, at the least. And 4 is after 2, I think. Cause oh, so three, it would be, so it would be three, current. 3, 2, 4. Quote-unquote current. <clears throat> I don't know. Apparently <laughs> we've got Jeopardy music going yes. on. Yes! <laughs> Jeopardy. That was well, you try to work out which came this first. This is the only podcast with a soundtrack, a live soundtrack. Sure. More, you know, more podcasts need like a full orchestral accompaniment. No, I think I, I, yeah, I've been sitting there and like, because you know, Vivian watches so much Mister Rogers, and it's amazing how much they do with just a piano. <laughs> well, I'll tell you what they do with the piano. One day I was walking. I don't know. <laughs> need to break out in a song. Yes, that's no. so necessary at that point. Yes, we have to burst into like old folk songs. Or- <laughs> Let's not have Chris improv a song, please. Camp Town Races or oh, Cle- oh, my darling Clementine. That would go back oh, to the master of the monster lair. Do da do da. Yeah. 
Yes, right here, the musical edition of RPGs. <laughs> there's a hole in my bucket, dear Liza, dear Liza, there's a hole in my bucket. Okay. Dear Liza. All right, enough. <laughs> Whatever his many talents, Ethos cannot sing. We have determined that. <laughs> hey, yes, I could have told you that ages ago. What have we been playing? Yes, what have we been playing? Yes, what have we been playing? Coming That's out. my job, Ethan. Piano. Stop doing my job. All right. So, no, what have we been playing? Has to do it. <laughs> I guess we did them all. Yeah, we did. Bow sword, my Japanese coach. No, that's my list. Those are my notes. Don't read my notes. <laughs> no. Now you've gone and spoiled it. You've gone and your notes in the public podcast. I I do it so I won't forget. No, I did forget one. That's where you learned Japanese. I was playing while I was playing while. <laughs> oh my darling Warcraft. And okay. you didn't invite me because eventually last night you were playing some game. I did. I, I, no, that was like. Oh. I might not have played WoW then if it's been since the last time we played. Oh my god. It doesn't matter. No one cares. So WoW, blah. Oh, yeah, right. no Sword of the New World. WoW is a lie. There, you heard it on the podcast yeah. first. WoW is a lie. No, I didn't say that. Really? Yeah, it's it's a farce. I it's a okay. sick. <laughs> okay, will you let me finish? No. Sword of the New World like has her. its new patch come out this week. So for listeners who yeah, might we be playing that, a story on this, is a huge patch. Well, I mean, we don't put stories on every single patch, and if we do, they go into MMORP Gamer. They don't get front. This is a usually. big patch. Yeah, well, other games got big patches too, like World of Warcraft, and it was in MMORP Gamer too. So we I thought we called that, that the next expansion. No, they they had just as big of a patch as Sword. So. <clears throat> If not bigger, actually. Oh, that's right. That's the big one I've been downloading for like three weeks now. Mm-hmm. And every time I get it, yeah, it's like... multiple gigabyte says, patch. Here's the next one. It, it's not really a patch so much as a new game. <laughs> All right. Well, it's good of them yeah. to release it this way. Yes. <laughs> so Sword, uh, Sword threw out uh, their new uh, patch that has pets and new new abilities and stuff. So go check that out if you're a Sword player. Mike and I have been having fun playing with that. Um, I bet it's smashing his face into items right now. Yes. <laughs> I, am, uh, I picked up my Japanese coach for the DS this past week. Yes. Hi. Hi. Um, so that's, <laughs> that's uh, all he learned. Hi. Yeah, that's, <laughs> I I learned like uh, <laughs> Shiroi is like black or something. <laughs> and, like, learned a color. Hi, wow. Hi, Hiroi is like gray. I, I we've been talking like colors and numbers on this game so far. Nichi Nissan Nice weather, isn't it? He doesn't hi, get so into that name. part. <laughs> Alright. He can say, hi, my face is red or something. It's pretty much all he can say. <laughs> hi, oh. I have two red faces. I thought I said hi, yes it is, but red whatever. Faces. Hi, I have four red faces. He's very good at those sorts of things. <laughs> I have four red faces. I learned very useful Japanese. The point is, it's a lot of repetition. Um, there's basically multi- multiple answer games in there that are kind of equivalent of flashcards. They'll show you how to write and like kind of give you a pad to practice writing the letters on and stuff. Um, it, it, it's okay. Um, I need to spend more time with it before I figure out Sounds if it's actually a lot useful. Like my college level Japanese course. Yeah, I, I, I think that's what they're going for. College <laughs> level Japanese course is a lot more. I, I, I can't really rec- fully recommend it yet because I don't. I'm not a language expert. Oh, and I don't know the best oh, way to. Oh, you actually... can't. But he's like, you must go get this. So we can learn Japanese. Well, to you, I don't mind recommending stuff to you that might not turn out well. I don't care if you waste money. I care if the listeners waste money. I don't mind telling you that. I can take more risk with my friends than with strangers. Jeez. Oh, what? The podcast listeners are not your friends? Well, 
Oh, I don't want oh, them to be insulted by me saying something. Oh, son. Chris <laughs> hates you all. I meant my friends I know personally. He does say that a lot. The ones that he I can insult on in the podcast. So maybe he really. When I consider a friend someone I can insult, and they won't care. Like everyone oh, on the well, podcast. I yeah. must be one of. I must be like your best friend in the world. You then. are. You're up there, Oliver. <laughs> I, let me tell you, Mister Montauk. <laughs> yeah. Wow. All right. I've also been playing Little Big Planet. They had the beta, and I found the last uh-huh. the day after the beta was set to expire, I found the key in my email box because I hadn't been checking my email, and I <laughs> said, "Son of a!" <laughs> and I immediately went and downloaded Little Big Planet and played for several hours and had a lot of fun. It is looking. And then I should be recalled. I, I'm surprised at how polished it is, and it's it's so nice and in delay. That's about as good as I think we're gonna yes. get. There are lots of fun little levels like. Music. Well, there's some stupid levels, but there was a great one. That's have have any of you seen? Um, <laughs> oh, the great levels. Stupid. Well, there's some stupid ones too. But the, have you seen um uh, the ninja show on G4? No. It require me to watch TV. None of you have seen the Ninja Challenge show. I don't watch I have, TV. I just work. I actually, watch, that's another thing they have on the Ninja band. Warrior. Yeah, yeah that is so entertaining because it's it's just these big obstacle courses that are like so impossible but they have like 200 people attempt at them and you see like the one or two people can actually try and get through them and they're just brutal and it's so fun to watch because you'll be like oh i don't know how they got past that and then they get to the next event you're like what the heck how can they do that and you know that sort of thing um so somebody made that for little big planet it was great but you have to actually care Uh, which none of you do um do any of you care about little big planet it's one of the I big do. games this season. I do. Yeah, it looks, it looks really interesting to me. Yeah, it, it, and it looks pretty interesting. And I didn't play around with creating levels because that's not kind of like what I do. But, you know, I'm what sure we could make a Lucifer's Fountain level pretty easily. I, I'm already working on it. I played through a. Uh, I played through one based on Miami Vice, so I'm sure if they can have that, we can have a Lucifer's Fountain level. Yes, but you see, uh, Ethos here, the creator of the game, doesn't have a PS3, so... Well, we'll have to rectify I, that. I have access to one, though, so that doesn't So this, this will be the new format that will release Lucifer's... No, it's just a, this is... This is we're going to make, um, what's it called, multilateral, um, multi-spectrum content? Polymorphic. Exactly. Polymorphic it's, content. We're making polymorphic content. And it's supplementary material. Yeah, so we'll release it on every free-to-develop for platform Ooh, out blinky. there. Blinky. <laughs> right? <laughs> sure. I All found right. a blinky. What? It blinks. The Dungeon Runners thing from PAX, I found it and it blinks. Oh, right. Well, thank you. Why did you say that? Like anyone would Okay. What are you doing, Sean? Sean's being just as bored as I am. You're playing like Golden (laughs) Saucer. This is boring. Dr. Mario for the Wii was another thing I played. Um, It's Dr. Mario. It's on the Wii. I got frustrated because the computer kept beating me. And... <laughs> I just, I'm sorry. Whenever you start doing that, I, my mind starts trying to think of a song. I play. Oh, sir, I, I have the greatest weapon at my disposal. I can seize control of the podcast with a piano. <laughs> and finally, the game I've been playing probably more than most, except Sword, would be Spore. And I've been getting That's my butt playing. handed to me on Spore. Aren't you done yet? It's like a ten-hour game. I um no, I'm on the third phase, and I've been playing it on hard. Because I heard it was You're easy, a moron. and I'm getting destroyed. Wow. I, my hut okay, keeps getting burned down. I've watched you play games, and you should never start anything on hard. 
Thank you. I appreciate that. Because it's supposed to be these simple, little, simple, easy versions of all these genres. Okay. And the thing oh I've noticed, gosh, the thing I've noticed about it is you. you you have to be good at all five types of gameplay. And so if one is but not... I, what I heard is that you don't. That then it's you're going to get owned in it. It's not... <clears> you don't have to be good at these genres to play these Who told games. you that? Because it's aimed for a casual market and everyone who plays it says these are dead simple. For the people who like that genre, they probably do. But for those who don't, no, they probably everybody need to who plays it, it, not everybody doesn't like all five genres. That's what I just said. But that's the point. If everybody <clears> for the plays one genre it, you like, that that's really easy, and that was you know a no, disappointment. No, the people who played it have said that they're all easy. So unless they everybody who plays it and reviews it likes all five genres, I find it hard to believe that they're all because they're all playing really it on normal. easy. <laughs> they're probably playing it on normal, like I should have. Probably. Yeah. Oh. And then you'll play it on normal, and you'll come back next and, week and well, go, No, because no, then I go and read forum posts, and normal. there's all these people who ridicule people who complain about it and say, oh, dude, it's so easy. I never die in Tribal Out Hard anymore. Oh, you just got to do this, this, and this. It'd be so easy. I'm, I try it, and I'm like, I still die. First and, of all, you're reading forums from people who played the game. I know, but they're, if they're able to do it, why can't I? It makes me... I already told you why that you already works. inferior, doesn't it? <laughs> it feels <laughs> terrible. <laughs> Can you play Price is Right music on there too? What's that? Is that the movie? Can you play Price is Right music on there? I don't. It's been like a hundred years since I've seen the Price is Right. Fine. See, that's below his culture level. You have to get something like. I was hoping he could play the do 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 do. You've heard it before. You just don't tell you. That is a remix from Final Fantasy VI. <laughs> oh, well done, I have to say. It's not just, it's not Final, it's a remix from Final Fantasy VI. From Sega Fantasy VI. I'll have to take your whiff, I just played well, it. Well, it's, it's just the, yeah, it's the Atma Weapon theme, but. That's right. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> I have a talent for this. Tonight. It's amazing. <laughs> He's very good. You have to give him credit. All right. I try not to. Yes, you might. Was I the only one who got that? Please don't tell me I was the only one who got that. Oh, I was probably the only Sounds one who like got it, that, yeah. wasn't I? <laughs> no, I just, you already had it, so whatever. <laughs> Dang it. It was a little off, though. No, it's the beginning, well, it's, because... it's, it's the background part, it's not like part of the, it's not oh, the main yeah, melody. See, what, yeah. A little bit later, it's about <laughs> That's the sad part, because I recognize it from the background. You're a little more musically inclined than I am. No, no, two notes is probably not enough for me to pick up a song, Sean. <laughs> Name that tune. Here's two notes. Yeah, here's two notes. <laughs> there you go. Figure it out. Well, it, wasn't there a game show that did that? And you had to yeah. you yeah. could say Name I can do that it tune. in four notes. Yeah, Name I that tune. I can yeah. Name that tune in five notes. I can name that tune in one note. Name that tune. Ding. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Figure it out. Look at that amongst yourselves. Why don't they just well, say zero notes They also had clues about the song and stuff, too, that they yeah, give they out know. beforehand. So. They were it was like, if, if you're down to one note, the guy should like, dude, I'm just going to say it, because this is lame. I mean, that, that note there might have been, you know, from Eyes on Me, but who knows? Nope. Wrong. You lose. Game over. <laughs> <laughs> Game over. <laughs> Sorry, I didn't pick out your one note. <laughs> it was a wrong note. Who else has been playing stuff? Sean, you've been playing the piano. You've been playing anything else? 
Um, um, um. <laughs> what does that mean? Um, thinking. Um, Team um, Fortress 2? Apparently he's um, walking across his house. <laughs> he's looking for his notes. Um, you made notes? Hummus? Hummus? Mother? Hummus, mother. Multiplayer Madness Marbles. What? Mannheim Seagrower. Why are you looking at CDs? I'm not. I'm naming words that begin with M. Mole. So we can get on with Mother 3 and we can move on with life. There, There is that. Um, in the... Why are we doing now playing now? Where's the news? After. Oh, <laughs> Remember the last that? In a new format. <laughs> oh, I don't like it. Change it. Now. <laughs> You're leaving. Go away. No, like I said, it's true. You uh, just let me do my now playing, and but he doesn't complain until his part. I was busy. I was he has to use his floor. brain instead of typing with the piano. Typing yeah. The piano. What I played this week, <laughs> well, uh, let's see. I played a little bit of... Final Fantasy VII? Yes. Are you playing that on your PSP? I played that on the yes, piano I- as well. I did play it, yes, but you don't know how to play it. You're rubbish. So, <laughs> yes, I did play Final <laughs> Fantasy VII, and I did play it on my PSP. Um, I've never heard you play the piano. I'm quite good. Did you actually finish yeah. Crisis Core, or did you give up? Or not Crisis Core, Chrono Cross. Ah, I'm also working on that. Uh, I was okay. trying to look for the sheet music really quickly so that I could say, I'm playing. <laughs> but you ruined it, Michael. Thanks I'm so glad. much. I'm glad I got heck? to ruin something for you. Don't say anything else. Let him play on his music. last podcast. <laughs> yes, on my last podcast, Michael ruins everything. Yes, well that's exactly what I was going for. That's what I was going for. Thank you. You've succeeded beyond your wildest expectations. I've now dumped all my music on the floor, and it's all spread out in giant heat. <laughs> all right. Well, <laughs> while, while while Sean prepares his <clears throat> musical numbers, why doesn't somebody else go? Oliver, okay. what have you Stop been playing? Tell me what you wanted at oh. the end of the podcast. You oh, can find more time. Do you want the podcast to be boring? Apparently, you're not allowed to talk. It's Oliver's Motok's turn, and everybody will laugh, so it can't be boring. Oliver Motok? (laughs) 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 Anyway, shut up and go. I don't know. All I've played is Tales of Vesperia again. (laughs) (laughs) I haven't really played any of that. (laughs) Okay. What yeah, is I, the name for that type of... What is, He's building up the climax of nothing, apparently. Yes. Is there a musical term for when you do that on the piano? This? Yeah. It's a tremolo. A tremolo. All right. Thank you. This is why I've learned to hate the now playing section. <laughs> because of Sean's piano playing? <laughs> no, because I look back over my week and I realize how little games I've played and... I all right. to well, you, you played Tales of Vesperia. That's an RPG. That's fine. You're supposed to be the Tales guy. We're cool with that. But he said he barely played it. All right. Well, well, I, I, I guess <laughs> Did you I'm play anything play else? Maybe. No, not a damn thing. <laughs> not a single damn thing. You're supposed to go down another few steps, Sean. And then looking down, looking back across the week, just, just, just despairing experience. To reflect on how little games I get to play. Are you still going to do a second opinion review of Tales of Vesperia? Yes, yes, I am. No, please don't. <laughs> wait, don't have that. wait, didn't um, we like? Someday didn't we like it in the first it. review. No, no, no. Yeah, but now I can do another head to head. No, no. Yes, exactly. No. I want to be on a head to head. 
<laughs> We're going to miss the piano, piano theatrics for <laughs> Fable 2's talking, I can see. I know. All right. <laughs> How about Ethan Hugo? Uh, okay. Well, I tried to get all the WiiWare stuff out of the way, so I finally finished oh. Trackman's Game for Attractor People Episode 1, and I'm on Episode 2 now. I'm most of the way through it. Is and it still I good? Know. Is Strong okay, Bad still entertaining? Yeah, you know what? I'm actually—it's a different pacing, but it's quite funny. If you just wait around and listen to what people say in the background, it's yeah. hilarious. Oh, awesome! So, and there's some cool Easter eggs. It's actually better than I thought it was going to be. So. Are you wish? Are you happy with it on the Wii, or would it maybe have made more sense on the PC? I think uh, both are fine. I don't really have—I don't play a lot of games on my PC, so it works well for me on the Wii. I think you're okay. safe with either bet. Mm-hmm. It works well on on the on the Wii, uh, but my friend plays on the PC and he's having a blast as well. So you're safe. I also finally downloaded Super Mario RPG, which I hadn't played yet. I'm loving it. So what? Oh, I yes, know. You better do that. I know. Finish that. Um, Stop but, saying yeah, Mario. 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 He was on IRC. Mario. He wants to marry Mario. Wait, wait, wait. He was he was live blogging us updates through IRC. Yes, about he was Mario live RPG. blogging his Super Mario RPG. Look, I just IRC. met a marshmallow. It's true. <laughs> yeah, that's that the was, forums that are for. Exactly You're supposed to do it on the forums. It's pretty accurate. No, but I am blogging something on the forums. I'm blogging. I, I think it's funny that you call. Do you have it a Twitter blogging. account for it too? We used to call it play by play. Yeah, do you have a Twitter account for it too? I should. I don't. We can no, make one no, really should, long cover really... it now live blog on the site just for your Mario RPG uh-huh. experience. Good. We'd already I expect to go it. back and forth. No. <laughs> it doesn't happen. Oh, Michael, you have failed as president. If, if that's well, not... just put it in the sidebar. Just under that, it'll just have your, your current Twitters for about for Super Mario RPG. Be awesome. That is an excellent idea. <laughs> uh, okay, but all that... Oh, about... we should do that for development progress for Lucifer's Fountain of Disappointment, actually. That's a good idea. Well, we'll have our first, first news story soon, which I'll discuss later. Um, what, what was this? Oh, right. All that got put on hold when I got uh, Spectrobes in for the DS for review. I'm sorry. Was it good? No, you know it's what? It's actually... It's, <clears throat> I never played the first one, but I read all about it, so I was kind of a bit scared. It's a lot of fun so far. There's some glaring errors, but beyond them, I'm having a blast with it thus far. So, I'm... <laughs> exactly. It is a victory over the old boring first game. You got that right, Lucifer. Uh, so I'm, I'm blogging. I'm blogging about it. So look it up for more details there. And that's it. Until I tell you more later. That's okay. it. That's it. Okay, go okay, on. Okay, go okay, on. Okay, I'm okay. done. Finished. Go. We're, I'm sorry. We're not used to somebody okay, being okay. so efficient in their now playing section. Efficient. What? Ethan was very efficient. He took no. I tried again. <laughs> he didn't I waste our time. Speed up this he kept the podcast moving. He knows that I have a 40-minute interview from Paul Kohler about TGS to insert into the middle of the podcast. To do make you actually? Longer. I do. You really? I do. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> what, good, what good is an interview on the podcast if we don't all get to say our little tidbits? <laughs> this is going to be a four-hour... Well, because a he's four it's hour the middle of the night for him, I had to take care of it early. <laughs> yeah, no fun. Is. You didn't even invite me. I was sitting here waiting. podcast, I'm sure. Anyway. You have to blast through the news. Probably not. Has that been yes. inserted yet? No, not yet. Not yet. No. Is right it, before the news. Apparently, we're going to do news. When is it? Actually, it will be right before the news. Yes. So it's right after now. It will be inserted. Right after we're done with now playing. Yes. But aren't we done with now playing? No. No. You had more games that you were preparing sheet music for. No, I don't have any. I'm sorry. I've been out of- <laughs> I can't think of any. <laughs> 
<laughs> so it was just Final Fantasy VII and Chrono Cross. How about that? <laughs> Golbez? Yes. I yeah, that was Golbez. So you're playing Final Fantasy IV? I have that bit memorized, yeah. Oh. No, um, I did play Final <laughs> Fantasy IV. I didn't play the new one. I played the the old one. But uh, not the one on the Super Nintendo. I basically have a... Uh, a a ROM file of the Japanese version with an English fan translation. That you've been playing this week? Yes. Uh, actually, I was playing it while I was waiting for Mother... Just because you don't like the DS version. <laughs> they, I really don't like the DS version. And I think as time goes on, I like it less and less. And there will come a point when I will hate it so much that it will be up there with Final Fantasy VIII among <laughs> most hated Final Fantasy games. So you never found any Chrono Cross music for us then? Oh, I did. I found Chrono Cross. I played it. You weren't listening. You were too busy uh, listening to something else that wasn't what I was doing that you weren't listening to that I was doing that you weren't listening to. <laughs> I don't know if you're just being you right now or stalling for more time. No, I, I can... Yeah. How about that? Nice. That? Do, you have a, do you have a stand-up piano or a, or a full... Oh, I have a grand Nice. I, I have a house with room and I have a lot of money, so I have a grand piano. Excellent. Naturally. It's somewhat out of tune, though. It really what, didn't... Oliver? Yeah, I know. What, Oliver? Wait, where is it from? That song, where is it from? That's the it's from Chrono theme. Cross, you dolt! It's like, turn on the game. In the first oh, FMV, you'll hear it. Yeah, yeah it's really uh, good. Even, that's it. I recognized it. I haven't played that game in, like, four years. Because it's the Whoa. best song in the game. It is. Very good. <laughs> All right. One moment, oh. I must answer the no, door. No, it's You'll not. Have to hit without me. Um, that wasn't Time Scar, which yeah, is, is the best song in the game. Yeah, it is. That's no, no, actually, it's not. I'll, I'll say that before I go, and I'll tell you more when I'm back. See, I told you it's not Time Scar. <sighs> it's the same theme. They use the it's same. It's the same songs. theme. It's not the same song. What has Michael been it's playing? The piano version of Time Scar. Okay. Anyway. What? No, no, no. It's uh, it's the Frozen Flame bit that you hear. It's a remix of Time Scar. That you hear later See? on. Aha. Yeah, in other words, it's the same song. With no, it's piano. a remix. It's not the same. It is more or less the same. That, but there's some differences in the, at least in the left hand, because in the original time scar, it's repeated. It goes. But in this version, <laughs> about that, <laughs> just <Ouch>. like that. I'm not perfect. For God's sake. <laughs> But this one, it's see, it doesn't, it doesn't do the thing. It doesn't repeat. Mm. That's the difference. Also, it's much slower. Yeah, <laughs> that's another thing. That's another clue. Okay. Excellent. Anyway, <laughs> like Carmen San Diego. And what has Michael been playing? No, I don't have. I don't have. What are they called? Rockapella. They're Rock not Rockapella. Yep. Motacapella. That's what we need. Motacapella. It would be Bye. terrible. Can you imagine it, though? <laughs> it would be a bunch of people going... Tales of Vesperia. 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 Is Oliver still here? Oh, he's left. We've chased him. Around. Oliver? Oliver? <laughs> he's so angry right now, he can't Oh my watch. gosh, Oliver. No! Oh. Oh. Spider-Man movies. Say what? Oliver! Wait, 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 hold on. What about Spider-Man? Toby McGuire signed on for two more Spider-Man movies. <laughs> <laughs> what? 
<laughs> He's <laughs> reading <laughs> entertainment <laughs> news. <laughs> oh, and also, uh, Little Big Planet. Uh, there's a worldwide recall of Little Big Planet because a song in the game has lines from the Quran. Yes, we heard about that. That's terrible. The Little Big Planet release was pushed back by like a couple weeks. As Sony, I guess, recalls the game and reprints it. <laughs> That'd be terrible. They have to. Yeah. They have to redo that song, I guess. Yeah, they have to pull that song out because it quotes the Quran. It, it it um it has a song in there the that Quran. quotes the Quran or has words that are the same as in the Quran. And apparently, putting the Quran in pop music would be disrespectful to Muslims, so they have to pull it. For even though, even though it was by an uh, uh, Islamic artist. Oh, it is. Yeah. Wow. Apparently, an mm-hmm. Islamic artist who does not follow. This is not new. Apparently, I, I think Martin was looking into it. Yeah. And Ocarina of Time had the same problem. What? But yeah, Ocarina and of they, Time doesn't have music the, with words. Yeah. No, no. no it, yeah, in the Fire Temple, they had chanting. The Fire was, Temple yeah. in the original version of Ocarina of Time, there was a chant that played. What is wrong with your microphone? He's put it in the toilet. I can't understand a word you're saying. Take it out of the toilet. That's funny because Sean sounds the same way to me. <clears throat> More. Okay, so it's extra oh. connection. Okay. Um, yeah, apparently the first print of Ocarina of Time will have it, and after that they pulled it. So if I turn on Ocarina of Time and I listen to it, I will get to hear Islamic proselytization coming out of the temple. No, no, no. No. No, quoting, get words. quoting the words from the Quran in the song is quite different than Islamic proselytization. <laughs> Good. <laughs> because if they're going to have Islamic proselytization in the Ocarina of Time game, then I want Luciferian proselytization in every subsequent Zelda game. <laughs> you'll, go into the, you'll go into the temples of time and... You know what I want? Backwards will be me going, you will worship at my altar, you will send me chocolate. Over and over and over again. It might be out of date a little, so it might also say you will translate Mother Three. Yeah, it would be because it's an older game. Yes. <laughs> did we? Did I get? No, we we missed that. I was. Yeah, you were talking about what you were playing, and apparently that wasn't one of the. things. I was distracted. No, no, we need to talk about that. That's then why don't we talk about that, Sean? We should talk about that. Let's talk Maybe about we that. We should talk about it. Should we talk about it, guys? Can I get a consensus? Everyone else is so sick and tired of this section that we better just <laughs> get on with it. <laughs> I feel that this week we need to go one step farther than we've ever gone before. And if I've ever dominated the discussion here, I need to do it tenfold. <laughs> we need three we hours. Want, we want everybody, instead of missing you, to be completely sick of you by the yes. end of the show. <laughs> that way they won't miss you at all. <laughs> so glad that I'm gone, that they'll be, they'll be coming back in droves. This week, <clears throat> as I've been saying for six months now or something, I've been saying Mother 3 will come out soon. Mother 3 fan translation will be out soon. It'll be out just in time for my birthday. Mm-hmm. And the auspices that I read have proven to be true. Because, indeed, two days ago, Mother 3 fan translation was released to an express public. And you can get it now if you go to starmen.net on the main page. They have a link to it. You can also go to the official blog, which is mother3.fobby.net. That's F-O-B-B-Y. And they'll have it there as well. It's very easy to apply. You will need either a legitimate copy of the game and a way to rip it, or you will need um, a, a perhaps not so legitimate ROM. Uh, Which is have, why we can't officially endorse it, but yes, um, it's out there. Well, if you, have, if you have a legitimate copy of the game, you certainly well, can. Yeah, except there's no legally authorized way to rip it. There, I'm sure that someone out there is enterprising enough to find a morally justifiable way of ripping this. <laughs> That's not the and, same thing as legally. <laughs> Shh. <laughs> All right. And also, um, 
I've played it because I have found such a method. No, I'm telling the truth this time. Maybe. Um, okay. And yeah, well, you know, all those other times. So I'd like to say it's really, really excellent. I've play, I played it for five minutes and then I was like, well, I think I'll play a little more. So I, I played it for 10 minutes. And I thought, well, I think I'll play it a little more. And in this way, four hours went by. Excellent. And I, kept, I, I could not put it down. The translation is absolutely impeccable, and the game is loads of fun. If you liked Earthbound, you will love Mother 3. And if you've never played Earthbound, you should go out and find a way to get your hands on it legally, if possible. But if not, I promise I won't report you. That's all. Well put. Yay! Go it's play like, Mother 3! It's, it's out. like the culmination of Sean Cooper this week. It's like, I know, it's, it's, it's finally done. Now you can pass and fade into the West. Indeed. It's like it was meant to be. I'm not kidding. It's really like it was meant to be. No, we're done with the musical really? section. <laughs> it's yeah, I was sure you are about to start singing Into the West by Amy Lennox. If you had done that, I, <laughs> I, don't, I can't hear you. You sound like you have a blanket on you. <laughs> Oliver, what? you have inserted your mic. Oliver, it's all good something like this, and we don't know what they're saying anymore. All right, yeah. Michael, why don't you wrap us up, and then we can. I get go to, to our go. Interview. Really? Yeah, please do. Yes, wow. Mm-hmm. No, I haven't. Every you time I try to go, sport. you keep talking. And so pets. shut up. Come on, this is an epic RPG cast. Let's make it as <laughs> he, epic he as possible. Talked about sword and pets. I remember it. Yes, because Chris talked about sword, and those are the rules. When you play a game someone else has played, you talk about it. I've never followed those rules. Why should you? <laughs> that's why you're you don't getting play any games I mean, anybody else you... plays. That's also true. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think Team that's Fortress Two. Chime in, guys. Mm, <clears throat> All right, come on, Mike. Yes, mm, sandwich, good. <laughs> okay, so it was the birthday celebration after the podcast, so I did that and I got some games. What a shock! I've actually only played half of the games to I be got. Specific, right? Yes, my birthday. Yes. Which is really the first game that I played was the uh, the baseball one that we were talking about, the Major League Power Pros 2008. Yeah, by Konami, I believe. Yes, Konami. by Konami. And uh, so far, I find it greatly disappointing. Ooh. Because, well, for the most part, I wanted a baseball game to play with the Wii so I could play baseball with my Wii, not so I could push buttons. Okay. There is a mode where you can, you know, you swing the bat like you're supposed to and pitch and all that, but it's not near as well as even Wii baseball, let alone Mario Sluggers. And for the main part of the game where you play the career and the exhibition, you know, all the regular modes... You just you, you use the Wii like a controller. You don't use it like a Wii mode. So you play it like it should be played. Sorry, well, I don't respect Wii controls at all. So, right. But the the thing I was looking forward to most in a Wii baseball game was to swing a bat with my arm. Yeah, well, and wait then, for Motion like, Plus to come out do... and a game design for that. Eh, I was <laughs> I having fun with Wii do... baseball and I was having fun with Mario Sluggers. So, well, what? you should go pick up the new Mario hey, Sluggers. Hey, then hey. I don't know. Sell that on a, um, go, trade it on Guzex. My my brother in law has it, so I'll just borrow it when he gets bored. But anyway, um, Michael, there is a yes. way around this, and you could do it yourself. Do you have Go a garage? Yes. Okay. Well, what you do is you take a Wiimote out into the garage, and you have to get some pulleys and some rope and a baseball bat. <laughs> and if you rig a kind of harness, maybe with a, some scaffolding around it, you could make it so every time you swing the bat, a button is pushed on the Wiimote. And then with this sort of you know, giant mechanical engine, you could play the game as it's meant to be played. This is steampunk Wii controls. Indeed. Or I could, or, or, you know, if we really want to stretch the world of imagination here, I could just go out and play baseball. 
<laughs> no, we know that's not happening. Hold on, Michael. <laughs> Hold on. Don't get ahead of yourself. <laughs> Don't get ahead of yourself. Going out and playing a game? No, 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 no. You can't do that if you're a gamer. You have to live in a basement. You have to construct a, a machine of fire and blood, of steel and iron, wrought by your sweat. That's the only way to do this. That's how you'll lose weight. Not actually swinging a bat at a real ball, yeah, but rather like creating an enormous difference engine that every time you swing a bat, it will simulate swinging a bat. I just want something I can call a difference engine. <laughs> yeah, awesome. I want a difference I engine. I want a difference too. engine. Uh, oh, I'm sorry, Mike. I kind of pushed you towards that game and had you read the reviews for it. So well, I'm sad to hear that the I... best game on the Wii, best baseball game on the Wii, is not really the game for Michael. Well, really the other problem I have with it is, is batting is really hard mm. because the pitcher has so much control over the pitch mm-hmm. and you have to manually tell you know your batter where you're going to swing in the strike zone and so you know you want to do a, a knuckleball or a you know a slider it's going to drop right out of the zone you i i have not figured out how to tell when it's going to do that except for when i miss oh you don't have depth perception I don't think it do. matters in this game. They're just throwing it on a flat screen. All right. Maybe not. It, no, because uh, Trevor had the same problem. He said, this, this is the hardest baseball game I've ever played. Hmm. And we're playing it on the rookie mode where eventually it tells you that this is where the ball's going to be in the strike zone. Quickly move the controller in 0.5 seconds to where you're supposed to be and push the button. Wow. And you're like, what? Yeah, and it's not even a Wiimote control. It's, it's actually you know using the, the, the nunchuck to narrow it down and hit it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we're very bad at it. Oh, we we played six innings. Apparently, and scored the people like who review this thing are really good at it, or something. Then, because yeah, they play like they normal got... sports games, like the hard baseball games. I'm thinking, yeah, maybe it wasn't just the casual. This is like your hardcore baseball. In which case, I will like it because I'll get into it and it will be better. Mm-hmm. But it's not pulling me into it that I like it to get better. <laughs> have you tried? The, it has like kind of an RPG mode in there. Have you been doing that at all? Uh, that's the, yeah, that's the career mode. I've just been doing exhibition to try to learn the controls before oh, okay. I decided to run my career. Because I was kind of curious at, of, from an RPG perspective how that works out. Okay, well, I'm, I'm, it's not like I'm giving up on it, so mm-hmm. I can let you know in future episodes. Yeah, be cool. All right, what else do you get? Dragon Quest IV. Wait, um, I thought you've already played that. I didn't finish it. Oh, I I'm thought, still playing I thought you were telling us what you got for your birthday. Oh, 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 right. Um, well, like I said, I played half the game, so I didn't play Rockman 2 yet. Well, you only listed one game, and you said you played it, so is that half? No. How many did I list in my live journal? I thought it was two. <laughs> okay, whatever. So you also got Rockman oh, 2? Yeah. And you didn't get NBA and anything? No, because... Um, remember, we talked about this. Ah, there's some controversy. Um, over which I screwed up oh. on which game was being pre-released. Mm-hmm. Uh, which one game was released before my birthday and which was released in November. Mm-hmm. And we thought it was the League and it was oh, actually right. NBA. Mm-hmm. So, yes, my, my brother-in-law gave me a piece of paper that says, look, here's Blitz 2 on a pre-order paper <laughs> that I can't pre-order for you. That, because oh, that's the one where the bones are breaking. Oh, you're going to like that. I'm going to love that. Yeah, we played that at PAX. It was awesome. Yeah, you killed me and I don't want to play it again. <laughs> like I couldn't. I couldn't do anything in that game. It was terrible. I. I'm sorry. I. I must be fully honest and said I did not hold back at all. I wanted to completely cream you. You. You never hold back. I played Smash Brothers against against you too. Well, no. Yeah. Well. Yeah, okay. Fine. Maybe I don't. 
<laughs> I try sometimes. I try against Paws. She's just so bad at Smash Brothers. It doesn't well, matter. See, I don't mind getting beaten down. It's just, yeah. All right, so enough sports game. Anything else that you're playing this week? Dragon Quest Four, you said? Yeah, Dragon Quest Four. Um, Anything new? Any new insights for that? Ethos is wrong. <laughs> okay. Okay. I will just bring this up. This is not a reopening for debate. It sounds but like the it, characters okay. all have the same goal. They all need oh, to find the closure to their beginning right, story. Next, <laughs> what else? Oh, Michael's right. I, Michael's right. He wins the debate. Ethos <laughs> <laughs> doesn't even want to do it anymore. <laughs> All right, what else? That's Mark? all I needed to hear. Um, really, that's it. I put like 15 hours into Dragon Quest. Okay. Um, cool. I'm, I'm bas- basically making sure that I don't use any facts unless I'm like stuck inside a dungeon, but to find out where to go, I'm just wandering around like you're supposed to. Mm-hmm. There was this one area where this guy steals an item from a nun, and they're like, he frames you for it. And they didn't really tell me where to go. And so I remember the quote once that someone said, if you don't know where to go, look for the closest hole in the ground and go inside. So I went out, out of the did. town, I opened the map, said, oh, there's a hole in the ground, walked over there, got to the bottom, said, oh, look, there's the item I was looking for. Oh, that's just in general in this game? In Dragon Quest, in general, that is the rule. Is if you don't know what to dungeon? do, go outside, find it in a dungeon, go in and see if it, that's where it is. All right. <laughs> All right. It's a very simple game. <laughs> Apparently. <laughs> But yeah, um, I, I like it. It's it's everything I wanted Dragon Quest to be. So, I mean, it's good to know that, you know, the original game I played back in Nintendo wasn't just like, oh, it was just so awesome, I don't know how it could actually be that awesome. It's actually pretty good. All right. Excellent. And that's it? That's, yeah, I mean... All right. So what I'd like play- to do now is I'd like to toss it over to myself as when I talk to uh, Paul Kohler, who was our, e- our TGS uh, correspondent this year. He's got a number of impressions up on the site that you can see by clicking the TGS 2008 link on our page, and he's going to have a few more coming up. But uh, right now, please go listen. Well, I guess don't you don't have to go anywhere. Please stay here and listen to him talk about his experiences there. So take it away, Chris. All right. Thank you, Chris, uh, for introducing, uh, I guess, me. I guess I introduced myself. That's that's awkward enough to be qualified to be on the RPG cast. So um, I'm here with uh, Mr. Paul Kohler, a.k.a. Amish, who is our man in Japan, right? Is that your yep, official that, title? As official title, foreign correspondent foreign. slash man in Japan. Yeah, I think that works. Um, well, we probably have two men in Japan, don't we? We yeah, I suppose uh, Gaijin Monogatari, he's the other guy. He runs Japan. Pandemonium, doesn't he? So that's how you say that. I believe so, yeah. I, I, <laughs> it's a lot is, better than when I try to say it. <laughs> yeah, well, it's appropriate. He's down in Kyushu, though, in the southern island, if I'm not mistaken. So uh, I'm kind of a little bit more central here. But yeah, yeah, Man in Japan works. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, uh, thank you for taking some time to be with us today. Um, you were at TGS last week, obviously. Uh, how, how, many, how many days were you able to go? Uh, this year I was able to go to, for two days, uh, three nights and two days, so basically an opposite of last year. Last year I was there on the press and media days, and this year I was there on the public days, so both Saturday and Sunday. Three and nights and two the- days, that makes it sound like a Wheel of Fortune vacation. 
I don't. Yeah, very similar. <laughs> That's what it felt like trying to get <laughs> off of my main job. So I got lucky enough to take it. But yeah, I basically arrived in Tokyo Friday night, stayed over for Friday night, Saturday and Sunday, and then came back Monday. So Monday was a national holiday. So. Where do you live normally then? Um, I live just outside of Nagoya, which is the third biggest city. It's kind of in between Tokyo and Osaka. So I ah. took the bullet train to get there. It took a little bit less than two hours huh. to get from my home to the center of Tokyo, which is really great. So, you know, you know how many miles that is, or uh, yeah, mile. Ah, uh, three hundred. <laughs> Uh, 300 kilometers. All right, the listeners so, can do the conversion on their own. Okay, you can do the conversion. <laughs> if, if I want to say... Oh, Go Google God, I'm it. Gonna, <laughs> I'm going to so miles. get burned by the readers of that. 240 186. miles. 186, according 186. to Google. 186. Thank you, did the quick conversion there, yeah. Okay, but yeah, it took a little little under two hours. Actually, quicker than the plane when you quicker than a plane when you take into account like transfer time. So that was really cool. That is awesome. I wish they had those here. Yeah, so did oh. I. I wish they were in the States as well. But yeah, three um, top speed was about 220, 230 miles an hour. Sweet. It was great. It's like being in takeoff in a plane, except keeping it up for the entire journey. So yeah, it's pretty cool. So, so your face is kind of all stretched back and you kind of have a permanently <laughs> screaming look on your face by the time you're done? Uh, the no, you nah, not quite, at least quite. inside okay. the cabin. It's pretty good. But yeah, hey, they have more leg room than economy class, so it's pretty good. Excellent. Well, yeah. let's get let's get into it. We got a show here. So, um, y- you've been to TGS before. That's right. This is my third time this year going. So, so how does that... how does this one compare? Is it bigger or I anything? Actually, um, from what I understand, the attendance figures are actually down from last time. I'm not sure why. I don't have exact figures on that. However, um, from an RP gamer's perspective, we had a better the year this year. So we're lucky in that oh. case. Okay, so so what's the big deal? What's the big news for RP gamers? I know we kind of covered on the podcast last week, but you were there. You, you should know yeah. what the big hot thing was. I'd have to say the big hot thing, as far as RP gamers are concerned, would be uh, uh, specifically the Xbox 360 having a couple titles, and more specifically, Last Remnant. I was wow. very impressed by that. Does it have a big line or anything? Um, thanks to our press pass, no. So we were able to cut in. Thank you, uh, Microsoft and Square Enix, for that. Um, for the other people who had to wait, yeah, uh, maximum line at the end of the day was about two hours long. Oh, it that's not like too bad. Days. Like Monster Hunter, like within the first hour, I think the lines got full so that you couldn't even see it that same day. <laughs> yeah. Um, one of the pictures I have uh, during the second day, uh, not only Monster Hunter, but Kingdom Hearts Birth by Sleep, oh, yeah. uh, that was one where they shut down the lines at about 10, 30, 11 in the morning. So did you get to see that one at all? I got to see it, unfortunately, not play it, so apologies oh. to all the writers out there. That's one of those things where the press pass does work sometimes, and other times they just look at you and say, sorry, not this time. Well, but it's a Square Enix game. How, how would it help yeah. you with the one game and not the other? You you think it would help the one thing, but actually one thing to remember, and this is from impression on the show floor, is that uh, Last Remnant was in the Microsoft booth and uh, oh, so Kingdom by Hearts. Oh, Kingdom so Microsoft Hearts. was friendly more than Square Enix then. That's correct. Yes, yeah. Square Enix, believe it or not, um, you know, friendly enough giving us sources, but because their games are so popular, they had the worst mobs as far as crowd mobs on <laughs> wow. the floor. So they had a lot to deal with. Um, yeah, Microsoft had both Last Remnant and Star Ocean in their booth, and Sony had Kingdom Hearts, Birth by Sleep, and Final Fantasy Dissidia as well was in the Sony booth. 
Nice. Were there? Did yeah. they have any like people dressed up to promote the games or anything like that? Um, not so much people in the booths, but they did have quite a few fans as well. And the majority of the fan cosplay was devoted for a lot of the Square Enix stuff. Um, the Chocobo was around. Uh, Square Enix is toting around their Chocobo and slime as well. So, but that wasn't a fan costume. That was a no. It wasn't a fan costume. I'd love to see, and I'd love to see an over-the-top fan Chocobo costume that somebody pours Uh, thousands of dollars into. I wouldn't be (laughs) surprised. (laughs) <laughs> crazy chocobo con- yeah no unfortunately no chocobos they had plenty of uh well, plenty of square enix related costumes and everything there is uh, there are two main halls on the show floor and between the two floors they did have a cosplay area basically outside where a bunch of people uh, just stood around and posed for pictures more or less did you did you check it out at all <laughs> I did check it out. I took some of the pictures. Um, to be honest, there are other fan conventions in the United States that are probably even more over the top than what they had. Or even if in, like you Comic-Con go into Tokyo, yeah. Comic Con, yeah, definitely. You go to one of those, or even Anime Central in the middle of the states. But um, yeah, or even if in Japan, you go to some place like Akihabara or Harajuku and see some of those. But yeah, Wait, it was just like, good. but those are just areas. They're not conventions. So yeah, you just well, go to the Akihabara go... area and there's just cosplayers around? On occasion, yeah, depending <laughs> on the... Cer- or Harajuku, uh, which is another area in Tokyo where you have people dress up in costumes just about every Sunday. So like, it'd be like going down to Wall Street and seeing people dressed up as Mickey Mouse or something. That's an interesting... I hadn't thought of it that way. Or, but yeah, I guess, York, you could I guess it. Times Squares would be more appropriate, but... Times, yeah, but still, the, the the comparison's appropriate. Yeah, Harajuku and Akihabara kind of have that as their own culture anyway, so, yeah. But yeah, the Tokyo Game Show had a pretty sizable contingent there, and they've had that every time I've All gone right. there. Alright, so favorite cosplayer, and worst, most atrocious, wish-you'd-never-seen-it cosplayer? Um, I'd have to say my favorite cosplayer was somebody who decided to dress up as Zelda. Uh-huh. As interesting as this sounds, or no, 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 not it's kind of normal. Link, Link. Link. Oh, Link. Okay. It is normal, but the costume was pretty complete that I had. As far as the worst costume was somebody trying to do Riku from Final Fantasy X. And, did it and it was fair. a guy or something? or um, No, it wasn't a guy, but it was a girl. And it was a girl who should not have been dressed <laughs> not up have in that been, costume. Yeah, Riku, Riku's designed for like a size zero or something. <laughs> yes, and this woman was a uh, size... Not- God, well, let's not say what, but uh, <laughs> yeah, let's we won't say what because I poor girl. <laughs> every, uh, yeah, yeah. Let's know your body stop. when you're choosing your costume is the lesson. Yeah, and you know you, uh, yeah, yeah. Okay, I'll drop it at that. <laughs> yeah. Oh we'll boy, just... I, there's too many images. All right. Uh, yeah. So the last remnant. Tell us, tell us what you you know you got to do. You got to play it. You jerk before us. Uh, sorry. <laughs> so what? Well, what did you think? The opportunity. Um, <laughs> even with the press pass, uh, at the Microsoft booth, they kept most of the people to about a ten-minute time limit for the demos. But it was enough to get an impression of the game. At the beginning, they had a cinematic sequence uh, from the from part of the plot uh, with the main character. I believe his name is Rush. Rush but, Sykes. Uh, oh, sorry. Rush Sykes. Rush Sykes, at least okay. in, in, in yeah. America. <laughs> yeah, uh, Rashu, if you want to get the katakana pronunciation Ooh. with it. But he, uh, yeah, very impressive cinematic sequence at the beginning. Um, basically showed a war in progress. It was uh, Rush was trying to find a character 
in the middle of this massive battle and that cinematic sequence led into a battle which for me was the most impressive thing about the game is the battle system and its appearance it looks like it's turn-based and there's a bit of turn-based element to it but the fact that you can have so many characters battling at once i believe the battle they showed we had there were uh, including uh, allies and foes about 70 characters in the middle of a battle at once. I was pretty so, impressed so with that. So how does it work? I mean, because this is... Sean and I were getting in a fight last last podcast about whether or not it was kind of a squad-based sort of thing or, you know, turn-based or what the heck it was because nobody's really had much chance to try it. So how, does it, how ca- does it break down? <laughs> how does it break down? Well, um, in the case of the demo, I'm glad the demo actually provided two separate battle scenarios, which actually, in that case, both you and Sean are correct. Oh, great. <laughs> the first one I mentioned with the 70 characters was kind of a squad-based battle where you had different, uh, in this case, it was groups of about five or six characters were fighting another enemy squad of five or six characters. And they battled out. One interesting feature of the battle system was what they call morale gauge where if one side does particularly well, then the morale gauge, uh, morale ga- uh, gauge gouge, <laughs> pronounce The morale gouge, I like that. <laughs> morale gouge, okay, gouge, <laughs> will, inc- <laughs> will increase. And so, so that- okay, so if the morale is swung towards one side, uh, that side does better and the other side does worse sort of thing there's yeah there's some particular stats that will be tilted in favor of the side for example a better chance of getting a critical hit better chance of uh uh, increasing kind of a surprise attack on the next squad like in the case if one squad defeated another squad completely then that squad would go on to help out another squad and basically go through the rows until the entire opposing party was defeated Hmm. so so if you lose a squad, I take it it's not like tactics. They're not just dead, dead. You just you want to be the last one with the squad remaining, and then you're fine. You want to, yeah. Basically, it, like in that particular scenario, it was one of those things where you had two sides, and even if you lose a lot of people, in the end, if your side won, then the other players, it would be going to be inconsequential. The end, you'd be okay whether you'd be able to resurrect the, whether you'd be able to resurrect them later on. That's not certain. Again, it was only ten minutes in the demo. But so am it's... I all right. So am I still um issuing just a general command to each squad and then watching them battle, or am I actually issuing specific commands to them? You are issuing specific commands to each character. You do have an option of an auto one where you can have an auto to squad to pick the most appropriate command for the situation or whatever the AI thinks is appropriate, but you do have the option of issuing commands separately to each character. That is an option. Okay, yeah. so that's yeah. I think that's something that a lot of people would like to see. <laughs> yeah, there's, RP gamers don't tend to do the squad based thing, but <laughs> I yeah, and I don't blame you. AI uh, tactics tactics have been questionable at best, like in some games. But yeah, you did in the case of the demo, we did have the option to individually select commands for each character, and then also there was another part of the demo where it was just basically uh, going through a dungeon with another character, and that was very similar to a lot of other RPGs, and when you got into a battle there, um, that was just like a lot of other turn-based. Instead of not having, you didn't have 70 characters fighting at once, but you just had maybe two or three characters fighting against two or three enemies, like any other random encounter that countless other RPGs have had, but ran with a similar battle system, so... Interesting. Okay. Well, that's yeah. good to hear. 
Yeah, it's fair, and it was cool to see that the battle system could manage that many characters in the system, and you had control over each one. So yeah, that impressed me the most. I mean, aside from looking really nice, and yeah, just overall looks like it's going to be a really cool game, something to look forward to. <laughs> the number one thing we know about this thing is it looks pretty. <laughs> Yeah, it looks pretty, and you know, normally I dismiss. There's another title that came out, kind of leading into this White Knight Chronicles. Yes, that was playable last year. It was not playable this year. I'd have to rank that one of my number, probably my number one disappointment of the show. Hmm, that's interesting. I thought there was, yeah, um, what they had on the floor was a video, where it was a video of an interview of the producer. <laughs> Seriously? talking about the features oh, yeah boy. we waited and uh, fortunately i only waited in line 15 minutes for that but i can tell you after i waited in and went in this closed theater and watched a video of a producer talking about making the game and showing the features i they couldn't just get him out there to talk to you <laughs> it's like, you, you know you probably was so. there you know <laughs> he probably was there probably often as he was busy doing breakers. private interviews with like expo uh, or something probably you know <laughs> Well, either that or trying to stay away from the crowds. I don't know. I, I, I played a demo version of White Knight Chronicles last year, which was... Yeah, but last year it was not all that amazing from what I hear. No, it was underwhelming, I guess <laughs> is the best thing to say. That's and, why everybody was hoping to have a strong showing this year, because it's going to be and, out by Christmas. <laughs> no kidding. And most of the games that were on the floor that are going to be out in Christmas, they had playable versions on the floor, and it sounds like most of the features are complete, so it was kind of a shock. I was hoping to play at least one PlayStation 3 RPG, but nope. There wasn't me. a single playable one that you were able to get to? Wow. Not any of the ones that they had. I'm trying to think of the other ones in the list, but really Xbox three C uh, Xbox three sixty and especially the DS. The DS had so much out, it's not even funny. Alright, so overwhelming majority, yeah. So what else did you get to play then? What what, what was um, most interesting? Star Ocean Four? Oh, tell us about Star Ocean oh. Four. Uh, with apologies to pause, I know her uh, preference for the Star Ocean series, but I'm big fan of it myself so i was really looking forward to that um if anybody's played star ocean 3 before um a lot will be very familiar many of the game mechanics have been preserved from that game oh okay yeah a couple of extra features have been added in the battle system one particular is called the rush gauge which is kind of like a, a limit break of sorts i guess is the best way to describe it and that and the fact that the CG and other graphics and things have been upgraded along with going to the new console. So yeah, I was very impressed. Really, really a nice title. So um, how, does it look interesting or does it look like the same old sort of traditional RPG? Or I guess those uh, those aren't mutually exclusive, I suppose. But <laughs> No, no, that's it, it's fair enough. Um, from what I saw of the demo, it basically looked like an upgrade of Star Ocean 3, which can be good or bad depending on what you're looking for. Okay. Um, for me, I loved it. SO3 was one of my favorite games on the PS2, so the chance to see it with upgraded graphics and less load times... Mm -hmm. There's a noticeable difference compared to the PS2. Less, uh, like, load times between battle and the main screen. Um, yeah, it was good. As far as anything new features, not much that I could see from the demo. Ah, uh, okay. Yeah, so nothing amazing, but at the same time, pretty solid in its own right. I'd have to say my second favorite. Last Remnant I liked more because it is has a couple of more unique features, but, yeah. All right, so what else did you get to see? 
some other titles I got to see on the floor. Uh, Konami had a DS port of Genso Suikoden. I'm probably making a mistake on the pronunciation here. Tearkreis? Uh, yeah. Tearkreis, uh, I think. Or Kreis. Tearkreis. Okay, I'll trust your pronunciation. I, I don't know. I, I saw the trailer a few days ago, and it was a Japanese guy saying it, but now that you've put me the screws to me, I can't really remember how he did that last syllable. <laughs> that, that's fine. Um, yeah, I saw that one. That was an okay title to play. Um, I've never played through Sweet Coden series that much myself, so I'm not too familiar with a lot of the back seri- backstory or uh, the other games in the series. I know it has cats. It's- that's all I know. There's, there's it has cat cats. That's, okay. that's my limit of understanding a sweet code. Fair enough. Um, when I was uh, fighting some battles, it, it were sprite-based, 3D sprite-based battles, very similar to Final Fantasy III DS version, if anybody's played through that. So the battle system look and appearance very similar Well, those to aren't that. sprites, though. On the, sprite, the, okay. on the DS, they were 3D, right? The uh, DS3. Correction. Scratch that from the <laughs> 3D models. Yeah. Uh, okay. Sweet coded in the battle of the 3D models. Okay. Embarrassed. That's sorry. That's okay. <laughs> so, uh, okay. So, yeah. similar graph. Yeah. That's what I'm noticing from the videos I saw from this place is all the, all the new 3D DS RPGs kind of have that same sort of look. It's like, this is what it can do. So, they all seem to look similar. I'm not very impressed with that. I'd almost prefer the 2D style with <laughs> I think the 3D. Too. Yeah, okay, if we were in agreement with that then, because uh, two particular titles that had that 3D sprites, one was Sweet Coder and another one was Infinite Space by Sega. Aha, uh-huh. um, I don't know much about that at all, I'm, I'd love to hear more. I'll tell you, you more. more. About that. <laughs> I hope you in, uh, not much more, but a little bit more. Um, both of those games used uh, the 3D models, and yeah, I, I like the DS, but in that department it doesn't do very well. Hmm. Much more experience. Were you able to play that other uh, Infinite Space at all? Infinite Space? I was able to play it. Um, My only regret about that title (laughs) is it's in a very early stage of development. Uh, Yeah, it's not slated for a release in Japan until (laughs) mid-2009. And North America, it does have a North American release date, but it says 2009 sometime. (laughs) Much later. It's about the same. Yeah, much later, which is the same as Final Fantasy XIII. That means, which... that means November when we can get the holiday sales. <laughs> basically, basically. Um, yeah, spaceship combat was what I can say about infinite space. Um, you had two spaceships which were fighting basically on a script. Um, the, they'd have an energy meter which would charge up and you could select either a light, medium, or heavy attack. And then you're able to attack the ships that way. And that was what the demo consisted of. Really it not much else. It seems more like a strategy game. It seemed more like a strategy game. Uh, the combat element was re- t- real-time, but there's more of a strategy element to it, if anything. Supposedly hmm. there's some other plot elements as well, but they didn't even have that in the demo copy. Was, they specifically said in the demo copy that this is the TGS 2008 version of Infinite Space. So... Expect it looks to change. Pro- <laughs> yeah, you'd expect such things. That I, I, it's possible it could be good. I, I like well, the concept. It sounds interesting. Early. With but... DS titles, they're developed so rapidly. It's so hard to tell anything this early. 
It is, it is. And in the case of Infinite Space, it's early in the stage of development. So it shows promise. Um, one title I can tell you about that's not DS and is very complete and I would recommend highly uh, is by Marvelous Entertainment for the Wii called Mudomasa. Ah, uh, Demon Blade, yes. Demon Blade, that's right, yes. Um, I saw videos of, of that and mentioned in the podcast last week. It looks fantastic, but and I don't it know does. how it plays. <laughs> Yeah, I was walking around with Marvelous, um, got a chance to try some of their games as well. Um, Mudamasa was the one that impressed me the most. Uh, the graphics, 2D, gorgeous, really, really good. Oh, I know. And the gameplay is quite fast as well. So so how does the gameplay work? It, you know, what, what are you doing with that? Because it, there's um, a lot going on. I don't know how you can process it and how complex it can be. Well, you do have... Uh, my terminology here um you do have the option of using the wii controller basically like some of the fighting games where you can fighting or action games where you can swing the controller and And if you do descends into flailing around wildly i assume that's correct which that's what i was doing most of the time (laughs) pretty effective too um you also have the option of using the old school controller if you want to and that is a little bit more of a challenge because you can't flail around as much (laughs) So what do you do there? Do you pound decks, or do you have to actually execute moves? Um, mostly pounding decks, but there are a couple of moves that you can execute because the enemies will come at you about 10 or 15 at a time, depending on the scenario you're in. Uh-huh. So you have a couple of moves you can execute, special techniques, and there's other one. You have three swords that you can use at a time. So, for example, if you have one sword, it's possible for the swords to break in the middle of battle from using them too much damage or what have you. Hmm. So you can switch out to another sword which has a different elemental property or something like that. Well, from what I understand, the game has yeah, the game has up to a hundred swords that you can find throughout the progress in the game. So now that's something I haven't heard about it yet. That's that's pretty interesting. Yeah, there was a feature we had explained, and there was a couple of times when I was in the middle of battle where I'd use a sword too much and I I'd gotten damaged too much where I had to switch out a sword. Basically, sheathe one the broken sword and pull out a new one. And if I used all of those three swords and all of them broke, then I basically had to hope that my broken sword was good enough. It didn't come down to that, but that is a possibility. Would not be good. <laughs> no, it would not be good. Okay. But yeah. I want to try it. I really, really do. <laughs> I'd recommend it. It was one of those things when I heard the description at first, I was cynical just because I, I'm also not too much of a fan of that kind of action RPG, but especially with the Wii and with the way the Wii works and the way it works with that controller, it's actually quite fun. I was impressed with it. Nice. Yay, Vanillaware. Yeah. Okay. Yep. So, <laughs> so did you, did you get a chance to try out uh, Fantasy Star Zero? Nope. Did Sorry. Not. Okay. That's fine. Uh, no, did not. Um, that actually had hour and a half to two hour lines. Ah. As far as that, uh, probably one of the more popular titles at Sega. Uh huh. The one that got really built up. So yeah, I apologize. They Sorry. didn't have Seventh Dragon there, did they? They did have Seventh Dragon there. I did try that out. Okay. Um, I don't know. What have you heard about Seventh Dragon? I can kind of um, corroborate with what information I've you have. I've heard very. It's done by the person who made uh, the original Fantasy Star games, I believe. And other than that, I don't know much beyond that. Besides, it's it seems to look like it might be more like an Etrian Odyssey. Yeah, if I'm not mistaken, I'm looking at some of the information for Seventh Dragon that the Etrian Odyssey director is also the director for Seventh Dragon. Um, and with the Fantasy Star, uh, Fantasy Star producer, oh, what's her name? What's her name? 
Okay. okay. Rieko Kodama. Yeah. Yeah, the fantasy star producer. Um, I'd believe that, especially playing through the game. Looks like it's definitely an old school RPG, and that's for better or for worse. Um, it well, was okay. An old school RPG doesn't really narrow it down because um, there's a lot of different old school RPGs, in my opinion, at least. <laughs> okay. It, it, it's not um, like a Final Fantasy, is it? Or is it like it? Or is it? You know, I. I which old school RPG are we are we going to? Wizardry, Final Fantasy, <laughs> Baldur's old Gate, Old School Fantasy Star, actually. <laughs> fantasy old Star, Fantasy okay. Star. Well, Fantasy Star does qualify as old school. Um, yeah, all right. Turn turn based in the fact that you select the commands of the characters before the action starts, and then once the action starts, all the characters, both the characters and the enemies, kind of old school Fantasy Star or Dragon Quest, very turn based where. You first select the actions of the characters, then they attack along with the enemies, depending on the speed Interesting. order. Yeah, so... Um, so you just wander around and it's random battles type of thing? Basically, uh, the plot of that game is kind of a, a fantasy world where the dragons are about to wipe out humanity, so the humanity has to fight back and strike are the there, final blow. Are there seven dragons? Supposedly, supposedly, <laughs> and several other small ones as well. The seven okay. main dragons, kind of the leaders of the dragons, from what I understand, is kind of a dragon race, and the seven dragons are the main ones that the main party has to defeat. Mm. Interesting. Yeah. yeah, I don't know. I've I, that was one of my. Uh, it's got an impressive pedigree in the fact that a lot of the staff yeah. that's worked on the game, but uh, I don't know. Okay. Yeah, I don't know. I'm kind of mixed about that. I, I I've seen better. So. All right. Well, let's try let's try another another old school series. How about Shining Force? Seen up Shining that? Force. Shining Force. I was a little bit more impressed with, just because there were a lot more game mechanics to work with. Um, in particular, uh, the demo that was available on the floor for Shining Force had a couple of features. Uh, there was a union attack feature where, in the middle of battle, where characters can join together to kind of combine their attacks. And there was also a chain command where characters can basically in succession uh, force attack on one character or multiple characters. So is this a, and, uh, is this a grid-based tactical game or how's this one work? No, it is not a grid-based. It's actually free movement along oh. the battle. So and that's a humongous difference. There's that NIS game that was like that. All right. Yeah. With yeah. Game. So I, you have like a circle the, uh, of range you can move within or something. That's exactly what it is, okay, yeah. yeah. Uh, just about all of the other tactical RPGs, well, most other tactical RPGs run on a kind of grid-based system, but Shining Force didn't, where you had basically a circle of range where you could move in, and yeah, free movement within that circle, and that was nice. It was a nice little feature. So it's it's about free movement and then chaining with others. and Chaining with others, uh, pretty large cast of characters, several different options for attacking as well. So, do they? Do you uh, know if it ties in with any of the other games in that in that series, or is it its own standalone sort of story and all that? Um, not that I was aware of. Uh, from what I understand, this is the first Shining Force DS title, and after I was doing yeah. a little research, it is the twenty twenty something like title overall in the series, including Seriously? mobile phone. Oh Seriously, oh, with yeah. mobile phones, yeah, we don't. Okay, okay, if you don't count the mobile... Okay, that's right, no mobile gaming, gotta remember that. Um, okay, not counting that, we're talking about 17 or 18. Okay, within the I didn't realize they had gotten that high. Yeah, they got those well, action ones and stuff, but man, 
Okay. It's been going in 1991, believe it or not. At least counting from the States. Well, I I knew it had been around for a while. I didn't realize they had made that many incarnations that we hadn't gotten. (laughs) Yeah, there's quite a few of them. So, yeah, um, I was impressed by it. I've never played much of the Shining Force series other than... Oh, not much, not much of the series at all. But at the same time, from a non-fans perspective, I was impressed. Okay, Whether so least... when the attacks happen, is it like old school Shining Force, where like you just kind of see a little cutscene of of the attack, or is it more like you are involved in the actual attacks when they occur? Um, from what I understand, you could. It's basically kind of passive, like the old school Shining Force, where you'd actually you'd see the attacks happen after you'd execute them. Okay. Each character would execute, like you go turn by turn, where one character would select their commands, they'd attack, and then next. Okay, I'm just trying to process some of the screenshots here because I got like buttons on there and a little blue bar at the bottom. I don't know what's going on. <laughs> mm. Yeah, some of those were used to kind of gauge uh, the status of characters and whatnot. So, uh, yeah, it is pretty good. I guess the free movement and the chaining commands were the features of the game that impressed me the most by far, which put it apart from most other TRPGs, and that was good enough. Yeah, (laughs) anything to stand out. (laughs) Yeah. I can't wait for Valkyria Chronicles. Sorry, just an aside. Um... (laughs) That's fair enough. Um... You already have it out there, I think. You're talking about the DS Valkyrie no, title? No, Valkyria Chronicles would be the Sega title for PS3. Ah, okay. Yeah. yeah. Uh, no, that is no one they didn't have out. So. Well, no, I think it's already out in Japan. Is why. Oh, it's already out in Japan. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Uh, I want some good tactical RPG goodness. All right. So yeah. let's see. What else, what else do you take a look at that we haven't talked about? Like uh, well, Arc Rise Fantasia, I think, would be one. Arc, yes, 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 yes. Um, Max Storm, Michael, was really recommending that in most of his emails when we were setting up our coverage to say, please play Arc Rise, please play Arc Rise. <laughs> um, it is a PSP yeah. game, or it's a Wii game, rather, sorry. Um, and by Marvelous and developed by Image Epoch. And I don't yeah, know don't anything like... about them, so... Well, what I can tell you from the information I got playing the game and from some of my research about the game is that it was developed by the team which is responsible for Luminous, Luminous Arc. Arc. Yes, yes. And I guess yeah. they're working on Seventh Dragon as well. Mm. I'll probably believe that. Um, with with the uh, Arc Rise Fantasia, this setting looks like it's a pretty standard fantasy plot. I know I had somebody in the forum... Uh, gave a comment as to how I'd be able to judge the entire plot of a game by a 10-minute impression. Well, from what I could see, the impression is standard fantasy. Uh, very nice graphics. Uh, I'm impressed with the Wii. This looks really nice. Um, and the battle system, one of the features it has there is kind of the ability point system, where characters... Um, in order to do attacks, like some attacks will use a small amount of ability points, others will use large one. So you have an option of waiting one turn in a battle, and then you'd save up those ability points to build up a larger attack later on. So you you have a quote in your impression that's been bolded, and it, it's just one of the most sad and depressing things I've ever heard. If you're a Wii oh, owner no. dying for an RPG on your system, here's your ticket. <laughs> It's we're at the point where just a game that's an RPG on the Wii just gets credit just for being an RPG on the Wii. We don't even care if it's good or not. Just people really need an RPG. Well, compared to the other titles in the floor, Star Ocean and Last Remnant come to mind. It's not 
the most amazing. I even to even back up this quote even more when I was talking to uh, Louis Lamar, one of the uh, he's the, one of the PR reps for Marvelous. He was showing me around. Even by his admission that uh, Marvelous does not have as much experience in the RPG market as, say, Square Enix or Sega, Capcom, or whatever, many other companies. Well, yeah, but, but I mean, they're not the one making the game, so it's just they want to start publishing more of them, which is fair enough. But... True, true, but at the same time, because they're doing it for the Wii, they basically are able to corner a section. Yeah, yeah it's true. Uh, it's it's a smart business decision, I suppose. Um I hope, yeah, it, I hope um, it also turns out to be really good. I mean, they do have competition from that Tales game that's coming out, but I don't know what else. <laughs> yeah, well, that'd be about it. it it's good if you want to... I don't know exactly, exactly how to qualify this. Um, <laughs> the yeah, fact I mean, that you have to qualify it probably speaks largely enough. <laughs> yeah, it does. And I mean, one thing to be fair, and I think this is somebody that I want a lot of people to hear, a very difficult thing about doing impressions like this is that when you're working with beta copies of titles or even titles that are close to completion, you basically have to make a write-up of something that you only are able to spend five to ten minutes on. Yeah. And based on that, you have to make these sweeping judgments as far as that. Um, as a former reviewer myself, where you had a chance to play through the entire game before you wrote out your opinion, um, this one is kind of more of a snap judgment. Um, from what I played, it sat in the middle of the titles that I played. Pretty good, but not amazing by any sense. Hmm. I don't know if that helped. No, that's fine. That's that. fine. Yeah, that's fine. Um, what else? Uh, did you see anything else at the at the show? Probably the only other thing that I saw at the show um, that would be worth commenting on, like as far as things that really, really impressed me, would be Dragon Quest Nine. Aha! Dragon Quest Nine, um, unfortunately unplayable on the floor, Ooh. but there was a small trailer playing at the Square Enix booth for that, um, going to be released in the, for the DS. And uh, just like any other Dragon Quest title, that's going to move units. I guarantee you it will. <laughs> nice. Uh, speaking of Square Enix, were you able to get into their theater at all? Um, I took a pass on it this time. After talking to one of the Square Enix reps, he basically summarized most of the details. He had an interesting admission about Final Klee? Fantasy. Th- What's that? Was it Klee? The rep oh, you, you were the talking name- to. <laughs> the name of the rep? Yeah. Uh, uh, guy named. You don't know? All right. It's really a cliff, if I'm not mistaken. Oh, okay. All right. I don't know. I don't yeah. know him. All right. Well, some, some, uh, well, him, actually, from, okay. uh, from the LA office. But when I was talking to him, one thing he admitted about the Final Fantasy 13 trailer is that they've had the trailer complete for some time. But with every show, they've been releasing more and more of the trailer and just releasing it in increments until they actually have a playable copy. And when I asked him for a specific release date on that, he said, oh, sometime next year, I think. <laughs> next year, we think. Yeah, great. Yeah, I've just, after yeah, seeing... Like, this is news. So, we know that they're big teases. <laughs> he didn't need to tell us that. <laughs> which, in that case, after that information, I said, you'll forgive me if I take a pass. And I went last year to the closed theater with the expectations of getting this amazing information, but it was information that Square Enix already gave in a press release at the first day of the show. So once I was given that information, I decided to give it a pass. Just more trailers of FF13, which, mm-hmm. yeah. 
Yeah, so that's that's they're really milking that. Yeah, how, how do they make really, the hype last until it finally comes out? You know, they're really milking it, and they're milking it successfully. I mean, I don't know how they do it, but they, uh, out of all of the vendors there, I, I'd say their crowds were even bigger than the crowds around the Sony and the Microsoft booth. They've got a loyal fan base, and they have Dragon Quest and Final Fantasy behind them, and that in itself would be enough to get the crowds, even if they're rehashing trailers. Yeah, it's good to be fun, uh, good to be Square Enix right now. <laughs> yeah, so, it is uh, good to be them right now. Right. Yeah. Were there any other uh, interesting uh, stories, or did you? Uh, I don't know. Accidentally uh, spill a soda on t- onto um, Shigeru Miyamoto or something like that. No, no, no. I did have a situation last year where I kind of committed a faux pas uh, in one of the interviews of saying thank you to, uh, uh, what's his, trying to remember his name, in Infinite Undiscovery um, producer, oh. Hideo Kojima. I did mention thank you, thank you at the end of them, kind of at a violation of protocol. Uh, nothing along Wait, you're that. not supposed to say thank you at the end of an interview? Well... What happened last year was there was a, a there was one interviewer who had gotten aggressive with her questioning and actually started shouting at the producers. What? Oh. Yeah, uh, it was something. Um, but nothing along that line this year. I'd have to say probably the most interesting discovery this year was just running into the massive crowds. It was like E3 of yesteryear. Um, public admission for Tokyo Game Show is 1,200 yen, which about 12 US dollars. Hmm. And lots of people in there uh, just going through, especially going in front of these Square Enix booths. Um, some of the staff at the different game booths actually had ropes and they used it to uh, partition off the areas of the booth between the foot traffic going hmm. through because it got so crowded that they actually had staff taking that up. So that was the first time I hadn't seen anything like that in years before. So that was the first to see it this year. So did you get to see this lineup of booth babes at the beginning or end of the show days, like the girls handing out programs and stuff like that? Yeah, a couple of ones. I can tell you. Can you explain what that was about? Because all I've seen is pictures and I've never understood what they were actually doing. Um, doing what a lot of Japanese companies do to help promote advertising, handing out flyers and being very visible, uh-huh. um, just getting out the name of the company. Um, one Which thing company the were Jap- they doing it for, I guess? I don't understand. Was it, was it just, because uh, there's like one set of them in particular I'm thinking of, and maybe you're telling me there was a lot of them, but. Okay, most of, there are a lot of companies which will do that. I mean, of uh-huh. course, the Booth Babe version they have where people give out like tissues or titles. Like uh, sometimes people were giving out fans. Okay. It's to wave off with the company's logo on. Other times they'd oh. give out uh, paper, basically like advertisement for a game. Um, okay. The booth is the ones you're talking about. The beginning and the end of the show. I I thought so. I you know I'm trying to push to push put this together from various podcasts that have described this phenomenon to me, but. <laughs> okay, I personally don't understand the booth babe phenomenon myself. I had a request from Michael to take some pictures of them, and so I, <laughs> I, I, I he, he had something specifically get me furry pictures. I don't think I fulfilled his request there, but um, yeah, um, just oh, to Michael. get attention, I guess. Oh, Michael, 
Yeah, um, oh, Michael. Well, <laughs> sorry, Michael. <laughs> the ones I'm thinking of were like in somewhat white outfits, handing out flyers, and had some sort of militaristic person kind of with a megaphone directing them or something like that. But it's okay. You must not be yeah, in that uh, particular group. Yeah, <laughs> not. It depends. Some of the ones are booth babes would come out and do a kind of support a show. Like sometimes the booths would have a show going on at certain okay. times. Like a famous celebrity would come out. And they'd David Hasselhoff or something. <laughs> I wish you David. <laughs> it would have been funny to see David Hasselhoff. But yeah, they had quite a few. Um, the celebrities would come out and play the games on the floor. The booth babes would kind of be cheerleaders, as you will. Yeah. All right. All right. Sometimes literally in cheerleader uniform. <laughs> Were there any celebrities we'd care about there? Or were they all Japanese celebrities? Uh, nope. Sorry, Japanese celebrities. I'd <laughs> mention a couple of names, but I think I'll pass. So, yeah. <laughs> all right. Oh. Well, that sounds like it was fun. Yeah, it was fun. Um, I, I wanted to say that you have this amazing thing, but uh, yeah, overall for me, this is my third time at Tokyo Game Show, my fifth time overall at conventions like these. I did E3 2002 and 2003, so if I don't sound extremely excited like a fanboy... <laughs> it's because uh, you've seen some reason. of this before. <laughs> oh, I've seen some of this before, and I've seen it on bigger scale before, too. Yeah. So did anybody who hears this interview and thinks that my response is lackluster eh, yeah it kind of is <laughs> but at the same time this is better than last year i can say that definitely just because there's more rpgs just because there's more rpgs and the rpgs that are out there um a lot of them aren't remakes mm-hmm. and uh, there's some pretty uh, even arcry's fantasia I mentioned that's a solid enough title i'd recommend it if you're a wii owner definitely pick it up is this something to look forward to and star ocean Four and Last Remnant. Great. Wait, wait! You went from talking about the balance of doing a ten-minute gameplay and turning it into a valid impression. That's 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 fair. And now you've gone to a purchase recommendation on yeah, it. Purchase recommendation. <laughs> quite a jump that. there. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I don't, Quick pause. You're... You want to cut that out? Oh, God, <laughs> that's what I get for doing this shit late at night. Oh man. <laughs> no, no, now, now you, you better hope that game's good now. Oh, better hope the game's good. Well, it's always such a problem with these game impressions when you do it where they get, you get a good impression and then when the actual final title comes out and it's the complete opposite, that's always a worry. Yeah. But uh. <laughs> All right. So so you're saying Archives Fantasia and, uh, and Star Ocean and Last Remnant? Star Ocean and Last Remnant, yeah. Oh, Mudomasa as well. Okay. In other words, that. get all the RPGs. <laughs> Just save your money now. They're all good. <laughs> Maybe, uh, maybe pick and choose on the DS. <laughs> but other than that, pick and cho- yeah, some of the DS ones. I guess is just because the DS has such a large user base that so many games are being made for that, and you there are a lot of ones that I would stay away from on uh, the DS. All right. Well, thank but you, Paul. Ones- oh, yeah, you're welcome. Thank yeah. you. <laughs> yeah. So, um, I, I I just cut you off there though. So okay, no, that's fine. <laughs> okay. Um, Wow, that's what I get for doing this late at night. I probably had so many contradicting things. Uh, cut and paste where you will. <laughs> okay. God. Well, it sounds any... like you need you need some rest still, even though it's been a week. <laughs> well, as soon as I got back from the show, I went back to work, and this is the busiest month at my new job right now. The second 
term is in full swing right now. Can you say what you do at your job? I'm not really sure where you work. Yeah. Uh, well, last year I was working in a private English conversation school, and this year I actually switched and I'm working in the public uh, school system as a junior high school assistant teacher. Okay, so teaching English still, basically. Teaching English still, yeah. I'd love to get into something like translation, but on Japanese, working on it, you not know, quite RPGs there are big in Japan. Do they have any classes where you can teach them how to get experience points effectively or anything like that? <laughs> no? Don't start them young? Here, here, no. Um, history of Dragon Quest, maybe? I don't... Oh, I wish that would be great. <laughs> I, I still have some people who are flat out amazed that video games are popular outside of Japan. Some people like one of my, uh, one of my well, older students who she really loves Zelda. She's like, they have Zelda in America. <laughs> wow. God, I didn't know what to say to that. She's like, yeah, yeah. And it's pretty popular. And Oh, they have final fantasy too. And I'm like, yeah, <laughs> you should, you should introduce her to some American games, get the, get some gears of war going on or something. Secret of Evermore? <laughs> no. <laughs> no. Quick <laughs> reaction to that, yeah. No, so I work in the junior high school system now, and that's kind of why I was forced to the weekends. Um, uh-huh. Honestly, one thing, I'm going to mention it to Michael later, but uh, I think this might be it for me. Like, if I can't do Thursday and Friday next year... Um, so if we have some uh, some listeners out there who'd like to volunteer their skills... Yeah, if they'd like to get it over there, yeah. I mean, I've got the convention be done. Yeah, I think it's all right. But at the same time, it's just I really wish I would have gotten in the media days. You just need to change your job is all. (laughs) (laughs) You got a year to work it out. So we'll leave it to you. Um, Thank you very much for joining us. Um, We really appreciate you going. And thank you for um, picking up some impressions for us and taking care of our TGS coverage. We really appreciate it. Yeah, you're welcome. I'm glad you appreciate it. I've got a couple more ones coming away, so but so look for out the most for that. part. Yeah. yeah, look out for it in the index and uh okay, cool. All right, thank Good you. And we'll you. rejoin our RPG cast already in progress. Oliver Motok. Chris is going. To- <laughs> <laughs> oh mercy. Oh, oh, man. oh Oliver. All right. So why don't we talk to uh Ethos because you have an announcement about Lucifer's Fountain of Disappointment and then you need to take off, right? That's correct. Perpetual disappointment. Yes. People have been wondering, since Lucifer is, in fact, sadly leaving the site, if the game is still in production. If anything, it is more in production. <laughs> more in, now that he's not around to be insulted, we can make it as terrible as, he, as we want about him? Actually, he still has a hand, I hate to say, in the production. In fact, let me, read a, little, <laughs> let me read a little preview left in a voicemail to me about the game that should get whet your appetites. Oh dear, game. you've saved this? <laughs> oh boy. Listen up. Take this down. Pirate Vikings in Zeppelins roaming the world to fight against a post-apocalyptic future. The hordes beneath a crushed and ruined humanity comprised now only of zombie, werewolf, vampire ninjas who are Nazis. This should be included in the game. Take note. Thank you. Goodbye. That's even better than Operation Darkness. There are no yeah, ninjas in that. that. I'm glad that better. you wrote that down because I feel very strongly this should be a major part of the game. It'll be. You a, said, you said it'll just be some down. people you pass by once. And he did. He did take it down. He actually it followed instructions. There's I, actually is, a side story that you just kind of intersect with in one town, and you see the airships with Vikings passing through. Don't ruin it! Don't ruin it! Don't ruin it! <laughs> okay. Spoiler warning. <laughs> That'd be awesome. Well, that's disappointing enough. Okay. Yeah. Other, I mean, yeah. It has to be something disappointing. Like, I wish I could go do something with that. No, the game doesn't let you. (laughs) 
<laughs> exactly. Oh, I th- but- no, no, no. I think even better. You should get halfway through the subquest to do it, and you're just about to get there, and the door doesn't open, and you don't know why. <laughs> it just looks like a bug. <laughs> <laughs> and, then, and then Lucifer just sticks his head up and says, Isn't that disappointing? Oh, <laughs> no, it's not no a explanation. It's a feature. <laughs> no explanation. You have to go go on. No, okay. yeah, because I think 10 hours four, later, we'll acknowledge and say, and oh, yeah, <laughs> don't bother <clears throat> with that side quest anymore. <laughs> oh, there you go. You could do another quest to find out why that quest didn't finish. Nah, and then lose, nah, oh, and that quest also doesn't finish. <laughs> <laughs> that one it's just a series has... <laughs> of unfinished quests. Oh, and that one is just a dialogue. Would you like to help me with this? But all it has in the dialogue box is no. No. <laughs> it doesn't let you no, choose yes. no or no. You what, pick either I want any to help or... you. No, oh, that's no, too bad. I really wish ab- you would have helped me, but I do. No, no, or absolutely not. <laughs> Are your three options? Okay, no, but I do uh-uh. have Noodle working on the graphic, I believe, for the Noodle game. Noodle is our graphics girl. Okay, our graphics girl. Nice little thing that okay. goes inside of soup. Sometimes in pasta. <laughs> also that. Yes. Correct. Noodle is pasta. Noodle is pasta. Right. Yes, so there should be a new story because uh, Max has sent me some pre-concept art and he's finishing up, I believe, Lu- uh, Lucifer's Fountainous Lair is coming my way. Excellent. So you guys, all of the site will be able to see that shortly. If you have any suggestions, comments, people have already sent me some, send it to ethos at rpgamer.com um, and tell me what you want to be in the game and I will not include it. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> in fact, anything yes. you suggest is off limits. <laughs> Exactly. Okay, but thank you for this hey, thing. I, I I was honored to be part of this last Lucifer podcast. I hope the rest of it is excellent. I must be on my way. All right. Thanks for joining us, Ethan. Thank you. Right, bye. bye. He went away. Do we have a postlude for him? Uh, no, because I'm not in the piano room anymore. Ah. I found one for you. Wait, wait, wait. Here it goes. Dop da dop 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 da 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 ba da ba bum. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> I feel that he, appropriately he... captures the spirit. Yeah, I think it's it's quite accurate. Thank you. Uh, my gosh. Are we done? <laughs> no, no, we have the news now. <laughs> no, we have to do the news now. <laughs> all right. This, this is why we're like, okay, we're done. No, we have to do all the news. All right, let's oh, get no. into All right, well, let's knock this down, guys. Uh, first off, Alpha Protocol, an upcoming uh, espionage RPG. Being uh, published by Sega, made by Obsidian, the people made uh, Neverwinter Nights 2 and KOTOR 2. Uh, it's called Alpha Protocol. It's coming out... Uh, the, uh, faster. I don't remember when it's coming out. Faster. Shut up. It's coming out in faster. 2009. Faster. Faster. And it has a website up now. So you can go check it out. So you can go learn more about the game there. We've got a story up about it now. Um, we thought this looked um, kind of like a Mass Effect game in, in style. I, did you agree, yeah. Mike? Yeah. Yeah. So I believe it's, it was the first thing I said was, hey, look, it's Mass Effect. But it's modern day. It's set modern day, so it's kind of more... It, it looks really interesting, kind of like what you it's would do as Mass a, a James Bond so RPG, calm. I think. But, you know, whatever. Hey, who knows? I don't know. There's a much better way of doing this. <laughs> yes, I know, what? but we're not going to do that. <laughs> we, could go, we could go Alpha Protocol, White Knight Chronicles, Valkyria Chronicles, Ticket of Mana. Stop it. Hey, of Force. Stop, stop it. Stop, 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 shut up. Stop it. We get done, and we're like, oh, it's done. That's it. You could oh, you, you could just press the little red button on your Skype too. Yeah. <laughs> no, we can't do that. <laughs> if I do that, the whole world will come to an end. It's the red button. You know what else we have? It's, it's the big red we have a story button. up with a bunch more details about White Knight Whoa. Chronicles. What? Whoa. What? What? This this Alpha Protocol site is talking to me. Oh God. Oh. Okay. <laughs> yeah, we can't hear it, so it's just talking to you. I think it's uh, Alpha Protocol, yeah, like, as in the like, voices in your head. All right. Yeah, well, it's a really cool website. Uh, oh, is it? Is it really? Are you being sarcastic yeah. or serious? 
It's, it's no, I'm cool. serious. It's actually pretty cool. Oh, well, go check it out. What is the website? Alphaprotocol.com? No, Sega.com. Well, we don't link to it in the story. Yes, we oh, do at the okay. end. Oh, here. Okay. Yeah. Uh. <laughs> Alpha Protocol website can be viewed here. Yeah, here. I, I love, though, how we've got... Oh, never mind. 14 links to Alpha Protocol, <laughs> but it's the word here. Yeah, is we've, the got one. Like, <laughs> we've got like 45 links before the actual link to the website. Yes, we take oh, care of them. Yeah, White Knight Chronicles details. So this is a game where we found out they're going to have online play, kind of like a Fantasy Star game. Um, but uh, you can learn more about the the backstory of the characters. You know, the main character, Leonard, he's attending a princess's coming-of-age banquet. You've never heard this before. And it's raided by an evil corporation called Wizard. Not raided by an evil wizard. An evil corporation called Wizard. See, that's that's innovation right there in RPG stories. It's kind of like an evil corporation called Blizzard. <laughs> but it's not. It's called Blizzard. <laughs> Leonard grabs the princess, leads her to safety. Oh, oh, that's oh. what I did there. When he's down in the cellars, he finds a magical suit of armor that transforms him into that big white knight. Stop reading all this. It's oh, a big yes. paragraph. Too. But this is great. This is this is this is enthralling story for an RPG, Mike. You must Shut realize up. It's like this is like Transformers meets Fantasy Stars. Yeah, basically. Um, is this the PSO game? What? This what, game? Yeah, what, this, this is the, is the one they just online. announced that you're going to have online multiplayer. Yeah, that's all anybody cares about. Nobody cares about this crappy story. Yes, but it's not actually. No, I don't know. But you're not going through the main quest, really. So online multiplayer. Because they said it's going to be oh, an online. Okay, the no, online no, mode no. will we'll be an important just, time just like of the PSO, single player. It wasn't really. Rather than each you'd... beans, a separate gameplay component. So, okay, I guess it is tied in. So. Online yeah. multiplayer! But, like, as you level your online character, I think they go back and they're a side character in the main story, is how it works. Uh-huh. So, okay. it's a character you so really design. you can level up a guy and be super buff because you like to online play more, and then you get to him and he's like, oh, look, he can go to everything for me. I don't have to play anymore. Yeah. Online multiplayer! Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> But you can only the quests you can do online are limited by how far you've gotten in the single player game. Yeah. So you can't just twink just your whole like way PSO. Through. Oh, is it okay? Yeah. Honestly, Actually, I didn't play PSO. It never. It never. How could you not? Because you're terrible. like the one up fanboy. Because the no, first time I tried it, no, I. Okay, that's not true. Garbage. And the first time. <laughs> garbage, garbage, garbage. The first time I tried PSO was the, the PC demo of Fantasy Star Blue Earth or something like that. Oh, that's right. Blue Burst. You, that I was didn't awful. I did like that. So I never really thought yeah, any of them were you, good. Really? It's yeah. Shite. You didn't get to do it on the Dreamcast. Well, I didn't have a Dreamcast. The GameCube. Too. I didn't have a Dreamcast, and I got a GameCube late, and I was more worried about getting Smash Brothers by that time. So Smash Brothers was early in the GameCube life. I know, but I got it late, so I was catching up. Uh, yeah. didn't have it, so this is why I haven't played Skies of Arcadia either. So you were born when? Skies of Arcadia. Ah, okay. I played Final <laughs> Fantasy One on the NES, dude. So don't. Did you? Yes, okay. I did. I most what? definitely did. I used my Nintendo Power Strategy Guide that I got with my. Hey, so did I. It's got. How did you, how did you need a strategy guide to play Final Fantasy One? Because I you go from I, element to I, element I didn't know how to get the it. canoe or something. I don't remember. You needed maps because they were so because the game yeah. was so complicated. Freaking, what? I don't know. I got lost in a toilet cave, probably. Who knows? It wouldn't tell you where to go. It's like, figure it out. The giant cave, I think, Every was a available place in the game until it's you find the, the right same, It was the same idea of Dragon Quest. Go to the closest hole Michael, and climb in. So that was my first RPG. Right. I didn't play Dragon Quest. It was every... Neither did I. I played Dragon Quest after FF1. Uh, I played it as Dragon a result. Quest. I should have played them the other way around, perhaps. But yeah, whatever. Yes. Then you would have a better view... Yeah. I would have your view. The first, well, I guess yes, the first one was Zelda for view. counting that, but I'm not counting that. 
But uh, Zelda, what? then Final Fantasy, and then probably a hiatus for a little while until Final Fantasy 3. I still remember drawing the Zelda map of the final dungeon on a piece of paper. It's really fun. Nice. I made maps of Metroid. I mapped the entire game out. I didn't like Metroid. I love Metroid. I still play that I, game. I, got to the I, fir- I, I went in, and I got the, the first item, and I went to the right, mm-hmm. and I died. I said, this game's dumb, and I didn't want to play anymore. You didn't know how to explore properly in it. I didn't. I wasn't very good at the shooting things. Okay. Um, Which, but, I couldn't beat Metroid but, 2 was my big issue, though I never... I See, that was the thing. Metroid By the time Metroid 2 came out, I loved it, and I beat it like four times. The one on the Game Boy? Yeah, I can't beat the original you know, Game Boy with the black and black nasty, and green or whatever. Nasty boss. It was so much fun. I can't kill it because no, it you could me. you could um you could actually go through lava areas and come back out and get items you weren't supposed to yeah. if you had enough health and you were fast enough. Yeah, yeah, it was cool. Yeah. And then you couldn't get back. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so yeah. next news story: Valkyria Chronicles demo is out now, but you have to pay for it, so it's lame. You can buy one episode of Core for two ninety nine. Or you can do the annual subscription of 13 episodes for $25. 13 episodes of the okay, of no. Core. I mean, it's it's just like in a magazine subscription, basically. But but here I go. It do I actually want 13 episodes of Core? I mean, if you no. if you if you perhaps remember when Final Fantasy X's demo came out, and you had to buy a magazine to get it. No. Yeah. It, it I was in disc. OPM. And By stuff. the time the demo came out, I had the game. Well, okay. For the rest of us who weren't working for, for RPG Final Gamer Fantasy Eight came out, and you had to buy Brave Fencer Mushaku. Oh, not not ten, ten two, the ten oh. two demo. Oh, ten so two, and the no, twelve demo. The, the twelve so demo I, I, was the same. Did the you ever play? No, like, the twelve oh. demo was Dragon Quest Eight, but it was ten two. They had like a no. Remember, it was that disc that had the little the um the Final Fantasy ten Final Fantasy ten two the video in between. They had that short video that that linked the two stories together. I didn't watch. You didn't watch. I it? didn't. I didn't pay attention to Tate Ten okay. Two because well, I thought it was a farce. You had to get that in a magazine. So if you've ever done that before, this is the same thing except they save you some money since it's only two ninety nine instead of six ninety nine or whatever magazine. The go game for. is coming I... out on November eleventh in North America and on Halloween in Europe. This is how demos work. I mean, it's... you know, I want to say it's worse, but it's the same thing they do with magazines. Don't pay the three ninety nine for a demo. Two ninety nine. Don't buy their Play. demo. I know. It, I, 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 I'm probably at the Already point where it. I don't care about paying for demos now because at this point, core, really, it didn't matter. You know what it is? Is they have this culture in the no, magazines where they do it on the magazines, and then it went away. Do you know why? Because all the publishers started releasing their demos for free for download on the 360 and the PS3, and it's like we don't yep. need to do this anymore. And it's like they're trying to do it again. It's like no, I don't want to go back to that. It, it's, I'm it's done paying for demos. <laughs> if if okay, if you so want wait, me wait, wait, wait. to try your demo out because I haven't played your game. It has to be free. Why am yeah. I going to pay for a game? I guess that they I feel that there's enough press behind the game that they're going to get people to pay for it. That's ridiculous. Which is partially our fault. If you notice, we're on the we're on the ads. Yeah. <laughs> yes, <Yeah>. Chris. <laughs> reminded us, Chris. We know. Yes, that's my uh, that's my quote from my. Hey guys, I'm in the news. Heard. Hey guys, hey guys, did you see the ad? Hey guys, did you see the ad that I'm in? Hey guys, did you see? Did you hey, see? hey, I couldn't get the mail server to accept an image. It was being. Did a you pain. see? Yeah, he, sent me, he sent us 12 emails. It was not 12. No, it was 12. 4. It was 14 then. It was 14 four. emails. Sent us. <laughs> 14 emails telling us his quote. Oh, well, I would have done it. Hey, 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 it's hey. not my fault that Michael sent it to the wrong mailing list. He should have sent it to the other one to begin with. 
I didn't Every send member it anywhere. of staff got 15. No, the other Michael. It's telling oh. him this. It was amazing. Yes. All at once, too. It wasn't like over a period of days. It was like 50. Yeah. Five. And you know why that was? Because our mail server was choking at the time. So I, I thought. Chris was I thought, overloading it. No, because I was so excited. He kept pressing send. Oh my God. Oh my God. Oh my God. Yeah. So that was. Ben, fun. Send, send. So just in your. In your anybody <laughs> listening in your gaming journalism careers, just um, be careful of what you forward to people. Yeah. 20 <laughs> emails from Chris. Unbelievable. <laughs> Every time he says it, it goes up. I couldn't believe He's it. sending more right now, actually. <laughs> He's actually, while we're talking, Chris is forwarding the email to friends and family. I bought a spamming list to go send it to all them. Okay, but it doesn't... Okay, seriously. It was... I wanted... It was an ad where we're quoted. Our site's quoted. I thought that Are was we on the box? I don't know. Oh. We'll see. You look at the back of the box and say... It's not that important that we get on the box, Mike. It would be No, it is, because that's even more important than the advertising. Well, yes. Because people pick up their game, and you're in there forever. We're on Shadow The guy from EGM who got on the Bubsy 3D box. The what? (laughs) There's a guy on EGM who got on the Bubsy 3D box, which is a terrible, terrible game. Because he wrote a very... this is a good game. He wasn't allowed to make uh, negative previews back then. (laughs) So he had to make a positive-sounding preview, and they quoted it on the box. He has to live with it. It was the only one they could find. It is a Hopefully, dot, 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 I don't game. think that'll be... <laughs> there are some ellipses. I don't think it'll be that bad here, because I'm, I'm pretty confident about this one, but we'll see. I'm excited. I can't wait I for think it'll be good. to come out. I wish anyway. I had a bug PS3, because I'd want to play it like all right now. Yeah, I'd, I'm just waiting for the podcast. The I'd be off playing it. Because <laughs> I bet you the back... Yeah, by the way, Sony, can you send us a debug PS3 unit, please? That'd be uh, nice. How, what do we have to do to get one of those? Make your own... Uh, yeah, we have to make our own. I don't think you can. I don't you think can't, actually. Like that. That's the really sad thing. Yeah, you can't even you do it like Wii's. Get to work. Crazy. All right. So Secret of Man is up on the Virtual Console, too. Go pick that up. Hold on a second. Hold on. What? I've heard that what? if you have an English, English... Is it true that if you have an English PSN account? Or British PSN account? <laughs> uh, Oliver is not only... Uh, Oliver, I can barely hear you. Can you speak the, louder? Under the ocean. Is it true that if you have a British PSN account, you can get the Valkyria Chronicles demo for free? I That's have no I idea, but I know that all you need to get in, an account from another region is an address. I, th- I, I live at number I need a Domino's in London. London. I mean, so, yeah, seriously, get a Domino's or something <laughs> in another country and sign up for an account and go number check. 10 Downing Street is my residence. Yes, I really You can, can do this with Japanese games, too. Sign up for a Japanese account. You can buy stuff in the PSN yeah, store. Use the point cards from Blockbar. A block bu- blockbuster, excuse me, and then um, you when you download the games on your Japanese account, you can sign out and play them on your U.S. account. Oliver lives at number one Buckingham Japanese. Palace, also in Westminster. Well, yeah, you don't want to get the he- text-heavy games. British friends who live in Britain <laughs> like together. The games I like together yeah. in Britain. Yeah, so you, <laughs> this is not the answer to getting RPGs, but for other games that are action games and shooting games, they work. Oliver, I think we should try it. Oh. I think we should together. Now that we live in Britain, we should definitely do so. It's Lucifer's dream come true. Yeah. He finally lives yeah, in Britain. Sean, Sean, go sign up for an account with Buckingham Palace's address. <laughs> you make... My <clears throat> friends sometimes call me the queen. <laughs> Can I have that as a quote? The underscore queen is your sign-in name. <laughs> T-E-H. Or Her Majesty. Spelled with a three. H-3-R Majesty. H.M. Tequeen. Yeah, Tequeen. <laughs> That's awesome. H.M. Tequeen. <laughs> oh, dear. All right. Uh, so there's some news about Dragon Age as well. Uh, oh, wait. Secret yeah. of Mana. 
Yes, Secret of we Mana. We did that. It's up. What are you paying attention oh, to? Oh, well, we didn't. All right. It's up on the Wii's Virtual Console. Go pick it up if you haven't played it. Points. This is one of the best points. games ever. Go play it. Find a friend and play multiplayer, too, if you can. Because it gets even better with that. You don't even need a multi-tap now. Base yeah. battles. <laughs> what? It does kill me. I miss the turn-based battles. I really do. Well, they aren't the thing I didn't like about Secret of Mana, I thought it would have been much better if it had turn-based battles. Also, if it wasn't called Secret of Mana, but perhaps Final Fantasy, that would have also made it better. <laughs> okay. Final Fantasy. <laughs> Thank you, Sean. <laughs> <laughs> like all the other uh, games of that series where they renamed them. Mm-hmm. Dragon Age also announced this week that they might be putting stuff up on the... What? What did they announce? On the consoles. Some... The well, that's what someone tells PS- me, but that's not in the story. Well, then our story is really not happy, is it? I'm just looking here. There's a new website for Dragon Age. You can get that in the site, <clears throat> in the in the story. Let's see. We don't link you to it. Because <laughs> we really hate you. <laughs> Why is... <laughs> so you can... People think there's a rule to not link people to useful information, Mike. You might want to go deal no, with that. No, th- yeah, this is actually something I need to fix. Because <laughs> we're not... We, we do have the thing where we do not link directly to the article. But if you're linking to a official site, you should link the information. We should link to articles too. No, you should yes. link to the main site. No, <laughs> people if people want to read more info on an article. Link you know what that, that ends up doing? That just ends up daisy chaining everything. I was following someone's thing. I think it was from Go Nintendo because they write their one paragraph. Welcome stories. to the world. Welcome to the web. No, now, no, no. Mike. Let me finish. <laughs> okay, and it, it links me to another site, and that site has two paragraphs and a link. And then I go to the next site, and that site actually but has five paragraphs. You know paragraphs, what's nice about like that, Mike? You're complaining about it, but you're actually able to get back to the source because of it. It took six it's, links. You know, okay, just go is, back. Why don't the people do the actual research and get to the original source and skip me five links? Well, then make that the rule. You know what the, that you is know what the, supposed to be the rule. We're supposed to find the original source no, and link No, you said it. just to link to the site and not to the article. It's no, a, no, no, it's no. A, I have you on tape. Sub- I recorded it. You said it. Yes. For a for a published source, but not for like an official source. The official source is supposed to link the actual article. I think we should... If we're I quoting a published it's, source, it's, we should link to... With all quote, this talk, Chris, of yeah. sourcil links, yeah. we should talk about social links. Why? What a good idea. <laughs> that was actually half decent. Except we didn't we didn't settle whether or not Bell, uh, Dragon Age is coming out for other No, it's not. Consoles. Yes, it is. There we go. We don't care. No, Move it's on. not. Yes, it is. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> You may select A or B. Or okay. C. You know what I found? It. It's at the bottom of the list here. Dragon Age <laughs> announcement for cur- confirmed for PS3 and 360. Ta-da! So there we go. Wow, that was really hard to find, wasn't it? Yeah, the, I love this story because it says, Bioware has confirmed to a press outlet. We won't tell you what press outlet that is. You just have to trust us that there's some press outlet that they confirmed it to. Is that what we say? That's what we say. <laughs> A yeah, it is a bit awkward. <laughs> this is all because you refuse to let people link things to where they should go. That's not me. No, 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 it's no. It's your fault. You, it is your specifically. Source. If they had a source <clears throat> from another outlet, they should have linked the source. They should have linked the outlet and the story where they confirmed it in so people can read for themselves and say, oh, RP Gamer didn't mess- make that up. Because, well, you know, all of our news yeah. is so made up. They have to verify Yes, we make it all up well, as we go. <laughs> I didn't mean it like that. Yes, you did. <laughs> no, I didn't. <laughs> You evil, oh. evil man. Oh. Persona 4! <laughs> I'm tired. Really I'm, like I'm tired. I'm anxious to get to the end. Why don't you tell me about Persona 4, Sean? 
Oh, no. <laughs> Sean doesn't think about it. <laughs> no, 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 no. Nice reaction. Not on my last podcast. <laughs> persona. No. Oliver do it. No. I refuse. Hey, okay, Oliver fine. I will talk about Persona 4. Oh, no. Persona 4 is a game for a system. It's coming out one day, maybe. Possibly. According to a press outlet. <laughs> According to a press outlet, which might be us, but might also not be us. <laughs> In fact, it might not even be a press outlet at all. It might be a little man who lives in my toilet and who sings songs to me at night to help me get to sleep. What? He's a very reliable source. Are you going is this, to Star Is this the same Fair? source as your Nintendo that, that, source? No, that source. You don't know that source. Very in time. He predicted Halo 3 Recon. He's totally on top of things. Thank you. From his toilet? He predicted Halo 3 yeah. Recon. Yeah, the source man. in Sean's toilet. The man in his toilet? Yeah. Yeah. He's, oh, what about he's, the, he's a good what source. About, is this... Is this a good Nintendo source, too? <laughs> yes, this is your good Nintendo source that told us about Earthbound, <laughs> right? Or Earthbound not coming out soon. Ever coming to Virtual Console. Yeah, yeah I know. That, that aggrieves me. Yeah. And it aggrieves me so much that I did, in fact, disbelieve him at first. And then I made him check into it more. And then once I had received guaranteed assurance that it was never coming out here, I sighed a deep sigh. But no, not to fear people. Not to fear people of Earth. Not to fear, for your alien masters are hard at work even now to translate Mother 1 plus 2. Oh. It's true. Well, you didn't say that. Oh, did I leave that small... You did leave that detail out during the original <clears throat> statement. Mother yes. 1 plus 2, possibly. Because that would make the most sense as to why they haven't released any of this stuff. Possibly. Yeah, possibly. Wait, Nintendo's doing it? Or no, 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 yes, no. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, he can't confirm anything, Mike. This is rude. I can neither confirm nor deny things. That I just are. want to know which people he's talking about. He well, if he gets too specific, the person gets in trouble. Are we talking Maybe. about officially, or are we talking about fans? Yeah. <laughs> so, in other words, he got. Oh, are you he, telling me Nintendo contracted the people who've been translating this game to do real work? I'm not no, saying anything about anything that. at all. Nintendo doesn't sharks. know how to think that. Sharks! There are sharks everywhere! Look out! Nintendo doesn't know how to do that. <laughs> There's a fish! It's got a it's fish. It's like asking shark. Sony to release a 2D platformer. They don't. They Fucking can't do it. Fucking <laughs> <Duck and> cover! <laughs> Alright. So how about like, Persona 4? Are we going to talk about Persona Yeah, we're going to talk about it right now. No, we're not. We're going to skip it right now. Alright. All right. So, <laughs> the social link system has been noticeably improved in Persona 4. Um, it's going to have a more important role in the gameplay than it did in the previous game because really... It, wait, wait, wait. What? You're going to tell me it didn't have an important role. Um, it, it, infected, it affected your summons, but I mean beyond that. more important role. So let's, let, let me get in into it, game, Michael, and explain it game. to you. Fine. Building relationships with yeah, your team seriously. members will have a direct effect on combat because a team member you have a strong relationship may decide to block an attack aimed at you or jump in front or to jump in and finish off an enemy you just attacked. So, in other words, they'll cooperate with you more. So, nice. They won't be as stupid. Hooray! Building relationships with the opposite yeah. sex, which is sure is what everyone wants to hear about, has also changed. You now have the choice to become a friend or a lover, rather than automatically just a lover. Which really was kind of weird, because you could become a lover with this every girl in the game. Yeah, I know. That was strange. I felt like a pig. Yeah. No, no, it is, it is, it is a massive advancement, because if you'll check your history, you'll know, for example, um, that this advance... 
now that you can become a friend or a lover, is a huge advance from the 1913 novel Sons and Lovers by D.H. Lawrence, which only let you be one or the other. Now you can be friends as well. That's a third way. Thank you, Sean, for trying to work in a book you're reading for some reason. No, I've read it. I've read it years ago. You've never read Sons and Lovers? (laughs) No, I have not read the 1930 classic Sons and Lovers. 1913 by D.H. Lawrence. Of course. He also wrote Lady Chatterley's Lover. You can... This is great. Um, you can trig- You can have dreams about people that can improve the social link. You can also make your own lunch for school and choose to share it with someone. Ooh, you want some Ooh. rice? Ooh. <laughs> and uh, you'll have a new rice. weapon creation system in this game and direct control over all your party members. Woo! So well, nice. wait, the new, will this new weapon creation system be like the one that was included in Fez? Probably. Who knows? Yeah, I really don't know. I mean, it's already out. I'm sure you can find videos of it on YouTube. Go check it out. We don't do research. Okay. We read what other people do research from. Um, I'm going to go <laughs> sorry. freaking find out right now. That game has one of the best boss battles ever. You say ever. we don't do research? I'm lying. We have one of the it best boss be. battle games in that game ever with the 8-bit boss. It's so awesome. Go find it. I YouTube. like the part where you actually Wait, beat the what? Lawrence yourself. There's a boss that's 8-bit, eight and he when he attacks, you get a screen of what he sees, which is like he's playing Dragon Quest. It's super Wait, awesome. It's so awesome. About? Did you see it, Mike? Sons and yeah. Lovers. Yeah, it's awesome. We're talking about what Sons and Lovers. What game are you Lovers. talking about? I'm talking about Persona 4. Sons and Lovers. Just go oh, to YouTube, search for battles? Persona 4 8-bit boss. Yeah, I you're watching a Japanese boss battle. battle. You're not exactly awesome. spoiling anything. Yeah. <laughs> Except you know that that game's awesome because of that. But unfortunately, it's still a Persona game, and I don't have... Um, I need a donated like second body to have oh, the time Chris. to play that. Yes. You're reviewing Persona 4. No, I'm not. <laughs> oh darn! No. I was hoping that would work. No, don't work like that. <laughs> Oliver's like, I, if you all I was doing for this site was reviewing, I would I would shrug my head and say okay. But you know, I can, we kind of have to question that actually. Can you review a game that you so highly praise that you're quoted everywhere? Yeah, if you don't want me to, that's fine. We'll have to discuss it. Whoa. Meanwhile, weird. Mike Storm already has my name in the database. But regardless, snap. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> Fantasy Star Portable. I don't really care. I'm fine. Whatever we want to do for our policy. Fantasy Star Portable comes to North America. Um, that is finally announced. Official. It's coming out here. You can see the runner-up to the second Wasn't Fantasy this... Star Portable game, which is Fantasy Star Zero. I don't think they're connected in any way, but it's the PSP version. I it's don't Fantasy know that it was Star. Really... They're all not connected. I don't know that it was really um, <laughs> liked all that well. And yes, they are, Mike. The first four games are connected, but anyway. It was a joke. Okay. Everything since 4 has not been connected. I like the graphics of P- Fantasy Star Portable better, though. I wish... I wish. I am just annoyed one. because it's going to be ad hoc, and I don't I have don't four friends who want to play Fantasy Star Portable. Oh, that's what's the difference. I don't know if it's really a bad game or anything, but it's ad hoc only, which works in Japan yep. and not here. Yeah, because you probably get, you know, in your hour and 20 minute train ride, you can get well, four people to sit there and yeah, play Fantasy Yeah, if I trust the Patapon trailer video, apparently you can find Japanese people playing Patapon wherever you go. So... Well, the PSP has been selling better. Maybe they actually have people with them now. Uh, yeah. But yeah, oh, I'm, I'm annoyed. Uh, it's well, like, great. What? I get to, what should we talk I, about? I don't... There's something important I just remembered. Yes. Oh. We talked about it a few weeks ago. Yes. We were all royally had. Oh, yeah. The Apparently the dude on the stupid um, Persona 2 blog who complained about how he's not making the game he says it's a joke now, so whatever. It was, yeah, he released it. He released it, so whatever. Joyous. Anyway, 
Um, there is really an actual. It's not in our story, so I, I actually haven't found confirmation. But there was a discussion. I think it was in the chat channel. Um, there's talk about you can do Fantasy Star Portable online, but you have to use your PS3. That's not Persona. Say no. that again, Mike. Fantasy Star Portable. Yeah. Will be able to tie into your PS3 Persona. to play online. What? Yeah. Where'd you hear that? I would. I don't understand. It's in the that chat channel. <laughs> I said it was an interview, interview, but I don't have the link anymore. Oh, must have been misunderstood. That doesn't make sense. Uh, it's entirely possible. Let me see. It's possible. It's very odd. Why would they do that? I don't know. I'm what thinking because it doesn't. Original game doesn't have online play in it, and it's much easier to use the PlayStation Three network than to try to make Sony use the PSP network. Uh, hmm. uh, I don't like it. <clears throat> no, I can't like find it. Fancy Star Portable. Oh, I don't, I'm not going to have that anyway. Yeah, you don't <laughs> care. He doesn't care. <laughs> That's all right. It can crash and burn. <laughs> oh, good. I'm glad you think that way. So, one up estimates the date is March 15, 2009. Um, I don't know if we have that date or not. That's not March tomorrow. 2009. What? We have it's March 2009. So probably right. Yeah. Um, hmm. Hmm. Mm-hmm. See, don't you wish we had my piano right now? Yes. Yes, it would actually work a lot better than just thinking. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Great, that's helpful. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see. <laughs> and he still doesn't say anything. Thank you. I'll, I'll tell okay. a joke. What it does tie into is the PS2. So you can take your characters from the PS2 version, download it from the network, and upload it to your PSP, complete with that character's weapons, armor, facial features, and everything. But that's right, not in the US PS2. version. <laughs> That's only in the Japanese version. There was a PS2 game? Yeah, Pl- Fancy Star Unlimited. PSU. I thought it was Fancy Star Universe. Oh, Universe then. Sorry. Mm. But that was for 360. No. It was for... Well, apparently it was for both. Oh. What the heck? I think that was a multi-platform release, actually. This doesn't make any no, sense. No, Fancy Star Universe, Mike. Universe. Oh, they actually call Fantasy Star Universe a series now. That's even wrong, more wrong. No, it was a PS2 game. It was still Fantasy awful. Fantasy Star Online, Fantasy Star Universe. So this is the PS2 game apparently connects to... Um, oh, Oliver. I just came out in 360! Hey, I Oliver. win! Yeah. Oliver, are you there? What does it matter? You can't do that in yeah. the US anyway. We're so. in a way. Do you know what they're talking about? Sorry. No. The, point is, the point but, is, I, can't, I don't have any confirmation a- on any sort of online play, so I don't know where Michael's getting that from. And the only thing I have confirmed is that there's a cool way to get your PSU characters into the game if you're in Japan, which you're not. So it doesn't matter to any of you. Sorry, guys. Well, that doesn't... I'm in Japan. Japan. Hey! Oh, you're in Britain, remember? I've just moved. (laughs) Just now. When he walked through... Now he's in the dominoes in Tokyo. Yeah. Yes. It's brilliant. (sighs) There are lots of people with very expensive cell phones going, hi, 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 telling me that I have four red faces. You know what they're probably talking (laughs) about on their cell phones, Mike? Or not Mike, Sean? They're probably talking ah, about the ah, details of Eternal Poison that were released. Isn't that an Atlas game? Yes, it is. Um, it's coming out for the PS2 very soon. That's all we need to say about it. We'll move on now. <laughs> <laughs> so you can what? go read. We got a, we got a big outline. Of, I have no yeah, idea. We don't need to read about it. There's a big plot outline of it on the, on the site. Enormous. Which rather than, rather than me trying to awkwardly read it to you, which I'm Tom sure you Goldman guys love so much. Tom has actually copied the text of War and Peace into the article. <laughs> You could just go read about it there. There's lots of story details. Um, since none of us I'd have like played to talk it, about the next story. Yes, that's about Fable 2, which I just talked about Wait, earlier you this want to podcast. Talk about it? Yeah, he already talked about it. We can yeah. just yes, it. I'll talk about it, but you have to talk about Eternal Poison for a moment. Now, okay. what? 
So what, what I'm go- <laughs> what I'm actually going to talk about is uh, Star Ocean Four. Um, Good plan. If he's filling, he needs me to fill time for him. Uh, they announced that you can pilot a ship in the game. Um, your fi- ship will be a main hub. You get to hone your fighting skills in it, mix items together in conference room, talk with your team members in the rec center. There's a rec center. Awesome. And <laughs> then get a gym membership. And uh, the biggest departure from previous game series, of course, is that you can actually fly in space. So I think you could do that a little bit in three, couldn't you? What? I don't know. I guess not. So base. You could do it in four. Talking of, that's not eternal poison. No, we're talking about Star Ocean Four. We figured we'd we do something productive that. while waiting for you. Oh well, okay. If you must be. <laughs> now let's talk about Fable Two. All right. I'm excited oh, to talk about Fable. Oh, I'm sure you are. Fable Two is coming out on my birthday. Yes. This act of defilement did not go unnoticed. So now I'm here to talk about it briefly. It's Lionhead's Xbox 360 RPG, and it is supposedly being released only in North America next week, for which the rest of the world may rejoice. <laughs> if you visit their website now, you can get the, these mini-games, which are supposedly fun, but which are probably designed to cause your brain to liquefy and run out your nose. But I played them in my... <laughs> exactly. In one of the games, you have to kick chickens. This shameful attempt at engendering animal cruelty among the masses of video gamers is the sort of thing that would move Jack Thompson to ire were he still barred. That's but, not a that's not a bad thing. We like to move him to ire. Yes, well, this is exceptionally vile. Okay. I cannot stand for it. Me and PTA, PETA, PTAP, app. We're all going out together to to protest this chicken join PETA for Fable 2. Yes. Is this, a also, real, is this real? Are they actually upset at Fatal, Fable 2? I don't know, but I'm upset about <laughs> it. To be quite frank, I suppose we must be fair and say that if they had produced a game that when you played it dropped real gold into your lap at home, I would still be upset. But never mind. The other one is called Hero's Tale, uh, where you have to spend 20 minutes playing a really horrible, boring game. About 10 minutes oh. the first time through and less than 5 minutes each second. Subsequent time. It's probably the beginning of Fable 1. I suggest you avoid it. It really can't do you any good. Do your parents get killed by a beast in Fable 1? Oh, I don't know. Okay. I didn't get that far. I got to the point where... (laughs) You didn't even get to the beginning. (laughs) No, no. I I, I started at the point where things were terrible, and I got to the point where things were horrible, and that was when I was done. Hmm. Um, Now, to avoid spoilers, importantly, they've... Way to be specific, Sean. (laughs) They've put bland descriptions of uh, the prizes in. And they are... You can win an in-game die, which you might... This might be one of... It's a pink die to make color clothes. might be hair die, or it might just kill you in the game. Yeah. Or you can win a book, a tattoo, a doll, an outfit, or Peter Molyneux will come to your house and kick you repeatedly in the crotch. And this, will get, this game will be released on... I, 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 I kept trying for that one, but I couldn't get it. Yeah, you see, you got to try harder. <laughs> You have to try harder. It yeah. is difficult once your brain starts to drip out your ears. Yeah. I know. I know. You have to you have to try harder. I got so all the other ones. Don't play these these horrible, these detestable, these despicable games. Don't play them. Go play something good. Go play Castlevania. Oliver, you can laugh now. <laughs> Thank you. Or so go play sorry. Little Big Planet, which if it's ever not delayed because of evil proselytization and science and alchemy and wizards and aliens from outer space. Corporations called wizard. Yes, them too. Or also Peter Molyneux. He's probably actually conspiring to delay it. 
so that uh, his game will be out yes. without any sort of competition. I, you know, I think that's what's really going on here. I think that's what's really going on here. If we look, I bet we'll find out that it wasn't the music in, in Little Big Planet was not recorded by an Islamic artist, but was actually recorded by Peter Molyneux. So is that your... It's all um, a plot. Is a that ploy. Your, all right. Thank you for your curmudgeon's corner for the week, I assume. No, no, no. <laughs> this is just free. This is a free complaint just for Facebook. This one's just free. <laughs> all right. Don't play it. Thank you. The opinions of Sean Cooper do not rep- necessarily represent those of RP Gamer or RPG Cast. Or should I say more like <laughs> the opinions of RP Gamer? Am I allowed to say that? People oh yes, you should definitely use that voice repeatedly if they the see it. Sean oh. Cooper do not necessarily reflect those of RP Gamer or its staff. Thank you. But I am allowed to say that if you see Peter Molyneux in public, you should throw a rock at him. I'm allowed to say that, I right? Think you can say no. that either. No, <laughs> fact, I that hate might this be illegal. I'm moving again. <laughs> I'm going to Germany now. <laughs> You weren't even in this Here country a second ago. I'm in Munich. Great. It's great. Figure the out who beer killed is those Olympians. Fantastic. All right. Seems like the several MMOs are starting at their closed beta runs, says our MMORP gamer columnist, Sarah. All right. Dragon Age dates confirmed. Yes. We talked about that earlier. But why is it here? No, we didn't. We talked about. See, we actually did the stories backwards, but that's okay. <laughs> Okay. Yes, Dragon Age has a date of 2009, and I have a bunch of people on the podcast who can't just let something go when it's on the outline. Must fix rigidly to the plan. <laughs> Cannot. We are TV. told we have to read no, the notes. I haven't told you to do that. The notes. I haven't told and you to do it like that. When we don't follow the notes, we get yelled at. But when we do follow the notes, we get yelled at. <laughs> I just like to yell at you, really. <laughs> I know. I think that's all it is. I think you can figure it out. Turbine! No, we're not done with the previous statement. Champions Online is releasing a beta. Yeah, we did Star Ocean. We did it while Sean was... We didn't do Star Ocean 4. We talked about how you can fly the ship, Mike. Uh -uh. Yes, we did. Yeah, because I said Eternal Poison doesn't take place in outer space. Yes, It takes place. This is while Sean was filling time. (laughs) I was, I was, no, whatever. I had to adjust. I said, I did the entire Star Ocean story. You got to keep up here, man. What you it, really got to keep up here. Is so, this actually a story? This little. Yes. What? Champions on. Yes. It's. I have to get a magnifier. <laughs> <laughs> Champions Online has launched their closed beta. That's it. Go sign up. We have a link for you in the MMORP Gamer column this week. Oh, now um, we have link. Each letter is made out of four pixels. Yeah, because Sarah knows what she's doing. <laughs> now, let's see. Seems like Steve Sel- All right, Sean, oh, enough. Like enough. enough. We've, we've enough. belabored this podcast enough. Turbine's launching an MMO social gaming network. That's right. It's an MMO Facebook for their for their games. I, I assume for Lord of the Rings Online. Um, I, so the 12 people who play it can now talk to each other. Exactly. <laughs> Next. It's going to be connected to the online world of Middle-earth. You can display full character profiles, upload other gaming data from Lord of the Rings Online. It'll also Sweet. have the ability to add friends, view live news feeds, and share videos via YouTube-like style interface. So um, what they're basically saying is if you play Lord of the Rings Online, you clearly do not actually explore the rest of the internet and therefore need your own social network. I don't know. Um, I think that's what they're saying. Turbine's president exactly described the tool as a version of Facebook or MySpace that sits directly on top of the gaming world. It's a fully featured, rich, robust social network. It has every single feature that you would find in the major commercial social networks such as Facebook and MySpace. And I say, why? <laughs> why? Why do we need like a Like I said, like clearly they believe that the people who have played their game do not go have out and look anywhere else on the internet. 
They must only <sighs> run I, I guess Lord of the I can't Rings get online. upset about having a better friend system in the game, but just ripping off Facebook sounds like it might be taking it too far. I'd love to have yeah. just 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 give me a little page that shows their picture and like a status update of what they did that's significant recently or something. You know, that's all you need. Oh. So you want Xbox Live profiles? Uh, kinda, yeah. Yeah. Okay. What did they achieve lately? Yeah, I like that. That'd, yeah. that'd be cool. What did who achieve? <laughs> Peter Molyneux? Nothing. <laughs> yeah. So, <laughs> we're not talking about him anymore. We're done with that. <laughs> you might be done with it, but I'm not done with it. Also, this past oh. week, um, there's a story that uh, Blizzard says that uh, every game uh-huh. we have this discussion about which platforms make the most sense regarding Diablo 3. As Diablo 3 takes shape, I think we'll do an evaluation. I think there's a pretty good argument to be made that the type of game that that type of game might work very well on consoles. There might be some technical limitations, though, that we might need to get pe- get past. Um, this was from Blizzard president what? Mike Morhaime. So what they might bring Diablo 3... What technical limitations could possibly have when a 360 is a PC? There's no mouse. Okay, you can get on. a mouse. That's the big one I can think of. Was there, was there not a PlayStation port of the first Diablo? There was indeed. Yeah. Back in the suck. day. Um... No, actually, from what I understand, it was pretty decent. But the only way to play multiplayer was to link multiple PlayStations together using the cable. Oh, and everyone had to have their own TV and their own PlayStation. And I don't think they necessarily did all those ports. Maybe they did. No, yeah, Blizzard did make the port of the... Uh, uh, they've, they've made all their ports. All right. uh, the Blizzard People Starcraft. really like that StarCraft one on N64 for some reason. I've, I've heard there really was awful no Diablo 2 so oh, there, there was no Diablo 2 port. Jay Wilson says we haven't really decided to take the console plunge. We have we really we've really come to the conclusion that Diablo 3 is probably the best fit because the control scheme is actually not that incompatible. So if we were to make that decision, Diablo would be the natural choice. Jay Wilson is a lead designer. That's the guy who wants money for using Battle.net. Or director, excuse me, not lead designer. Money he basically man. just wants more money. Yeah, money. Well, continuing on the Diablo 3 news. Rob Pardo, which just sounds like that guy who used to do infomercials or or do announcements back in the 80s, rather. But whatever. Um, Keep talking. He's an executive VP of game design. And uh, with Battle.net, we're definitely looking at possible different features that we might be able to do for additional money. We're not talking about Hellgate or anything like that. We're not going to tack things on. I think World of Warcraft's a great example to look at. We charge people they want to switch servers or if they want name changes, things that aren't core to the game experience. (laughs) Like this is where I would insert little things that shouldn't cost money but do because we can. But um, that's not yeah. what he says. He says they're really just optional things that some people want. It takes us some uh, development work to do it, so it makes sense to charge it's, for it. Well, you we know what? Transactions like, say, on Battle.net. Food is an optional yeah, thing that I want, and I have to pay for it. Yes. Just well, Jay Wilson, their director, optional? again, says that they're looking to monetize Battle.net so we to keep making these games and updating features. On a diet of twigs, nuts, and branches. So here's, here's my question. So, no, no, no. Here, here's what they're doing. So because of what they realize is Korea loves StarCraft, is they're going, hey, you know what also Korea also loves? They love free-to-play MMOs with microtransactions. Let's do some of that. Yeah, maybe. I, it's not free-to-play, though. It'll be a boxed game that you have to pay for. Eh, but you buy junk. Yeah. Uh, what? By junk. Okay. You just said it it's wasn't just, important. It must be weird. It, it, it's like um, it, it, for some reason they could afford to leave Diablo two running all these years, but they won't be able to do so for Diablo three. I don't buy that logic. It's too expensive. People actually want to play it. Yeah. The Blizzard president Mike Morhaime had even more news for us, confirming that the World of Warcraft movie <clears throat> is still planned. This is why they need money. Yeah. 
So um, <laughs> he says there's still plans for a World of Warcraft movie. The script's being written, but if they say anything more than that, they will be shot. So whatever. This is all stuff coming on BlizzCon, by the way, which was last week, same same time as... Uh, yeah, thanks for doing that during TGS so we didn't go. <laughs> we had someone there. We no, did we go, go Mike. T- we had a guy there. He has an impression of Diablo 3 up on the site. You can go check now. I didn't go. I'm sorry that you didn't go. You didn't go to TGS either, so that's not a valid excuse. Shush. I was. <laughs> you the problem gone. was, is when I was looking at what I wanted to go to, I couldn't make a decision because I'm just so indecisive oh, about see. what could be more important that I couldn't go to either. I didn't want to put my banner behind one show over another. Oh, stop I didn't want to do that. To- <laughs> <laughs> and on, finally, and I, and uh, finally, I have two stories about Fallout Three that Mike really resents because they're about piracy, and he's tired of hearing about piracy. So I'll keep them short for his sake. Piracy isn't new. Yeah, it isn't I, new news. Yeah. It isn't. Well, this is really about a, this is about an RPG, and we don't get to hear main piracy news about RPGs often. You do if you actually read about it. Nuh-uh. Not, uh-huh. I don't remember stories like this lately, Mike. So if, if you read check, it, check if, you, if, you keep, if you keep arguing with me, just the, the just amount go. of time go, we're going to spend on these is going to get longer. Just go. <laughs> Fallout 3, is there's a pirate version for the 360 out. Um, don't know where the leak came from. There's some speculation. doesn't really matter. Oh. And um, it's seemingly according to that, they, there's also been an announcement this week that the uh, there's going to be DRM in Fallout 3. It's going to be pretty mild, just kind of like a formality to help keep you from being able to easily pirate it. Though, of course, the question is begged, why does it matter if people can crack the really evil DRM? Why even bother with minor DRM? But whatever. Um, See, this is... No, I, I agree with this statement. But here, I'm going to... if what? you make... Let me finish. If you make it really hard DRM and people crack it, you're going to have more people actually cracking it because it's an annoying piece of crap than just a mild one that someone could have broken anyway. If someone wants to steal your game, they will. But if you make it annoying that the actual players don't like it either then you're doing it wrong. Right, but if that's the case, if someone wants to steal it, they will. Why bother with DRM at all? That is also a valid question. Yeah, that's that's the question I have. All right, so here's the I quote from Pete I think it's Hines. to stop the people who aren't hardcore at yeah. it. Uh, maybe. Um, here's the product manager, Pete Hines. He says, the amount of money we spend supporting people who didn't pay us for the game in the first place, it's freaking ridiculous. He doesn't say freaking. Um, <laughs> we talk to other developers, the guys who are like, yeah, it's a third, it's a third, it's 50% of our customer support. So um, apparently they oh, wait, think it's going to be a lot of money. How do you support people who haven't bought your game? Um, pe- people can submit tech support without having to prove they own a product. Oh, so you mean there are actually, actually questions where they can't get it to work yeah. or something like that? Yeah. And they don't you never say, about that, huh? you include yeah. your serial code with it too? No. Nah. Usually you don't on games. You just make an account and submit your question. Oh, see, that could be some way you could actually narrow it down. Because the problem isn't that someone's stealing your game. The problem is that they're annoying your company. Then why don't you put the firewall of annoyance well, at when they your the company? The problem is it's a support thing, and these are people who are having <clears> troubles. <throat> do you really want to belabor them with even more hoops they have to join through, or jump through? Or you do have you to just do want to help them your get CD the, code. I think you just want to help them get it so the game's working. Why doesn't the game have an internal support that they could send? Because they can't get it working, Mike. You That's could why get, they're calling you could support. Get, they can't get the game working. If you put in the working. CD. And you've already registered and the, it. What if the C doesn't you, spin you, up? It's not booting. Then call your PC It's technical maker. issues. You can't, you can't make <clears throat> assumptions. You don't know if what's you can, going if on. If you can get the DVD to actually spin up That's in your machine. That's why these things are bugs. You can't, you can't expect anything to work if you want to have a valid support structure. You have to support, expect nothing's working. Okay. Nothing that you shift is working. Point, 
Okay, but all your questions aren't about, well, my CD isn't working. Beyond a certain point of support, you should be able to ask for the CD key. Yeah, yeah that'll piss people off, but all right. It's like it, asking it's for your no product code than... with Vista. People don't want that stuff on their Windows machine. Hey, I thought you didn't want to talk about this anyway. We're talking about we're not talking about piracy. We're talking about ways to make it better. We're talking so. about ways to prevent piracy. <laughs> <Sleeping>. uh, <laughs> You're talking about piracy, Mike. Uh, Oliver, are you still awake? I'm uh, trying. <laughs> yeah. All right. And yeah, I'm sorry, uh, we can't actually have a technical discussion on the podcast. We have to talk about stupid things like just saying Oliver's name. Well, that's Oliver Motok. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> still works though. That's the problem. <laughs> Montok. All right. Well, Martin that's talk. it for the news. That's it for the last podcast with Sean Cooper. Isn't that I, any impression? No, not yet. No, not I've, yet. Got a curmudgeoner waiting. Ah, so you have a curmudgeon's corner for us. Why I, don't you hit us up with it, Sean? Okay. Today, oh my goodness, Ethan Pfeiffer mentioned Sean in his note, a mediocre poem Pfeiffer. for an epic legacy. Whatever. I don't have to. I don't have to pronounce it correctly. He's still I, my I, minute for a few more hours. All right. Um. <laughs> few more hours. <laughs> Just a few more hours. That's all the time he's got. All right. Um, this week, I'd like to talk about something that really, 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 really pisses me off. Really? Really. 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 It, it infuriates me. And I would like to talk today about social networking. <laughs> yes, you've all heard of it. And maybe you've even participated. But do you realize the damage that you're doing to the world? No, Wait, you don't. Because you're you have stupid. you have a Facebook page. I do, and that's what I want to talk about specifically. But this can be applied to any sort of social networking, including LiveJournal or MySpace or Blogspot or whatever all the other ones are. I don't know. You are destroying the world, you people, and you're doing it with social networking. Yes, How does that work. How does this work? It works very simply. What happens is people they go out and they get on to their social networking site of choice. Let us say Facebook, because I have one. Or live, <laughs> and they are in a class once with someone, or they see someone at a party and they add that person to their Facebook friends list. Are they really your friend? No. No, that's why you set up a secondary profile that they can see limited information. You see, you have to set up. You see the, the amount of scaffolding that is necessary to make the social. Yes. Computer. By the way, if you add me as a friend on Facebook and I don't know you, you aren't going to get access to my phone number and stuff. Sorry. Yes. My apologies. <laughs> Now, people on Facebook, I was talking about this with a young lady who goes to school with me at uh, Oakland, who, in fact, personifies this perfectly. I have never met this girl before the class that I have her in, and I ran into her at a party, and now we're Facebook friends. Now, I'm not complaining, because she actually is a very intelligent person, and I, and I, I think that we will be good friends, and we've talked a lot online, and we get on well in class. But oh, the whoa, vast whoa, whoa, wait, majority... Wait, wait, wait. So what you're saying is that she personifies it except for the part where she actually is your friend. Shut up. Now, she <laughs> happens to be the performer. She raised, she raised a very good point, and we began to discuss it. And I realized that my Facebook list is full of people who I've had in one class or who I've seen one time. And I don't know anything about these people, but I know all sorts of intricate details about their personal lives. I know, for example, that they've broken up with a, with a lovely uh, ex who raped them 17 times on the back of a bus while traveling to Indonesia. Or I know that they beat children whom they babysit. I hope or that's I know not that true. they took all their clothes off. You might want to drop them from your friends list if that's what's happening. Yeah, or they took all their clothes off and took a bath in beer 
in Calcutta. Now, having, they went to having, Calcutta for that? They went to Calcutta for that. You could do it in Tucson, but apparently Calcutta is uh, more entertaining. Huh. Maybe the beer. Yeah. Maybe they needed the presence of an elephant. I don't know. So I was thinking about this and how, how foolish it is. And if you, if you go to remove these people, Chris says, well, just go drop them. Then they hate you. And you know that you will run you into care? them again. And you will be that jerk who deleted them from Facebook. And they'll think that you despise them, that you loathe them. And you might actually despise or loathe them, but probably you just don't know anything about them. And you have nothing in common with them. And really, as nice or as terrible as they might be, they don't belong on your friends list because you're not friends. <laughs> That's always been an issue with these sites. It is. That's it- why there's sites like uh, Pounce. You can actually be a fan of someone and follow what they do without being marked as a friend of them. I always kind of like that. It, yeah, that is a little creepy. That's stalking. That's internet stalking. Well, no, you... <laughs> you have to sign a disclaimer to get... The whole point of posting on a service like Pounce or Twitter is for everyone to see it. So I think it kind of works. Okay, so the whole point is to be an exhibitionist. Well, and hope that someone's following you. stuff. It's, you also That's what, what they like. follow. Yeah, it's a oh. social network where you, It's like a chat, Mike. The problem you have a problem with IRC net chat? The people in the chat room can read what you say? Is that yeah, but stalking? you know they're there. Yes, you know that people are... You can see how many you're people just are fans said, of you on Pounce. You, you just said people can follow you without actually announcing they're following Well, they you. announce they follow you. Yeah, they, they send you a friend it? request, and then you say, oh, you can be my friend and see all my friends-only posts, or no, no, yep. no, no, no. You can just see the normal stuff I post to the, That's how they everyone announce else. it. Yeah. At any rate, oh, okay. yeah. there, are two, there are two major problems with, with the whole social networking thing that I think need to be fixed. And if our listeners are capable of solving real-world problems like hunger and disease and AIDS, then I think they should also tackle social networking. And those two problems are very simple. The first one is that you can't remove these people because then they hate you. And the second problem is that then the real news, the news that's important from your real friends are, gets lost in the shuffle. Well, I mean, I look- sorry, Sean, but you really should either make two accounts... Or just, you know, decide you're going to use Facebook only for friends. In which case, just say, sorry, I'm using only for friends. Don't take here's a, here's a really like, important what? question. What do you care if you're not friends with them? Why right. do you care? It, because I'm going to be in classes with these people. I'm going to run into them at parties. And, and I'm do what? Jerk. They're gonna, and, and, and as soon as they bring up your Facebook account to them, you just look at them like they're the stupidest person on the face of the planet. Because they're complaining to you about their Facebook account. Chris has never been to a party in his life, readers. <laughs> never! I don't go true. to too many, yeah. That's the problem. <laughs> what kind of parties do you go to that people talk about their Facebook accounts? College parties. I, is, is this what I was I'll... missing in college? People talking about Facebook? Yeah, really? Yeah, people talking about their internet lives was big when I was in college. No, and we didn't, The internet wasn't even that big then. I think you're making that up. No, no it's even bigger now. No, people don't go yeah, to parties, get... Get a beer and talk about what they did on Facebook. That's they do no, indeed. They Listeners, can you co- comment on this in the thread? I they don't do now. This. They do not. They yeah. do. They do I not. Mean, and then they go home from the party. They do. And they what do you think, Oliver? What do you think? On Facebook. It's uh, true. I'm in college and I do nothing of the sort. That's what I think. Yeah. Do you go because to party? You, Oliver, Wait, you've never neither. left your... No, okay. Your, First of all, Oliver's in a real college. You're in a master's program, which is not real college. And then, no, Michael, am, you're not I in college. I'm in my undergraduate program oh. at Oakland University, All right. which is an undergraduate college. I thought you were done. I'm not in my master's program. Yeah, I, I'm sorry, but no, people don't talk. People just don't randomly bring up their Facebook lives. How often do you go to a party? Oliver, how many people? I imagine that Oliver okay. goes to more parties than Sean. No. I go no. to parties uh, constantly. Well, that may or may not be true. Oh, okay. But <laughs> yeah, I, 
<laughs> that was such a nervous laugh. Uh. Oliver's never been. <laughs> Oliver's never been to a party. Not even he? his own birthday parties. Oliver was conspicuous. He, was, he wasn't invited. <laughs> <laughs> all of his friends were like let's have a party for Oliver but we won't invite him yeah, no Montauk at this party <laughs> you know if, if I did have a party this year that's probably what happened because I don't think I had I did anything for my birthday this year so I'm just going to assume that everybody threw a party for me and didn't I mean, he me. turned one after all jeez <laughs> <laughs> what can he do the first one is so important oh man so they bought him a bib or something maybe just got lost in the post at any rate uh, that's that's my complaint. I I'm upset with social networking that it's that it's turned it's gone from being what I would call a real and valid social network of your real friends to just like a sort of tenuous web of acquaintances. Yeah, which that's I really think what it is now. It's just about spamming info to everybody. It diminishes the importance of your real friends and it elevates the importance of people whom you couldn't give a shit about. Thank you, Sean. Here's you're welcome. Here's you can the bleep honest that things. out. One last <laughs> from me. In, in kind of following that up, I was just thinking about it, and all my, you know, I would consider best friends, except for Chris, because he actually does this networking stuff, aren't on Facebook, aren't really on LiveJournal. They post like once a month. You know, I don't care. And what honestly, they do on most of what basis. I do with the social networking stuff is subscribe to interesting people who post interesting things and see what they say. Right. See, I actually was having a discussion with him about Facebook because I was looking at all the new features and saying, where's my wall and all these fun questions. And uh, he's like, well, it's, you know, he doesn't Does even want matter? to talk about it. <laughs> no, and then I he's said, like, it, oh, cares? but then I'm going to go talk about Facebook forever. And I was like, that was funny. I don't really go and talk about Facebook forever, but I had a... Uh, like no, an hour what after I, I was did, I just downloaded Flock, which is Firefox with built-in social networking stuff. Oh. God, I, it's really? hard to explain, but uh, not, you put your whole Facebook feed on the sidebar of the I'm browser. I'm not against social networking. I want to make that clear. I think social networking is great, but I think it should be real. Well, it's not real social networking. It's more social experiencing. It's not yeah, networking. Okay. You're just, it's I just think that, everyone's in a I think pool. If I, go, if I go into Chris Privetier's friends list and I see people there, I'd like to think that these are the people he actually knows. So I can say, hey, we're both real friends with this real person who's yeah. there real land well the pro it all came from the fact that people wanted to subscribe to people who they don't really know that's the problem yeah. so i've got all these people who are like hey sean but and I, if you're building that, an internet if you're building an internet presence how who are you to say no i know you'd like to be a fan of me but you're not allowed to follow me because, that's just that's like slapping those people who are interested in you in the face which is why i can't remove them yeah. i'm in this terrible bind <laughs> Oh well. Yeah. There's no escape from it, people. The social network, the social revolution is here. You have to all now get placards and march around or something. I don't know. What do you do after a revolution? Oh, you kill people. That's right. Go kill. No, that's during the revolution. After the revolution, you have a very um, sloppy, quick government thrown up, and then years of trying to figure out how to clean up the mess you made. I thought, well, after the revolution in Russia, they just killed people. That oh, was a pretty good. They story. just kept doing more killing. Oh. It kept them going for a long time. Wow. All right. All right. Well, with that, that's that's our last podcast thoughts with Sean Cooper. <laughs> Kill people. <laughs> Excellent. Now we're gonna that's, get that's, sued. That's, that's your shining moment right there, is saying you want to kill people. Sean, I'm going to miss you. You've been a, a great contributor to the show, and oh. you've made the thing very fun and very enjoyable for me to do. And I'm wish you well in your endeavors, and I hope your your education goes well. Um, if Maybe. you ever have time to do anything with the site, I, I encourage you to show up. I'm sure we'd love to hang out with you some more. Um, that's my thoughts. I don't know if anybody else has anything to say. 
I don't I, believe this for a second. You don't think he's leaving? I think he's going to sit there and he's going to be and he's going to be working on his paper for maybe a week or two or maybe even a whole month, and then he'll realize he has no one to complain to, and he will come back. <laughs> he'll come back just. To oh, complain. all right, I'll come back. It's all off. <laughs> it has happened before. Sorry, Oliver, it it's over. We're, we're I'm back. <laughs> Right here, right now. No, it doesn't work that way. I'm sorry. Uh, I we'll really see. do have to go. All yeah. good things, right? Yes, he's got to take care of his, his schooling. Yep. But one more thing before I go. I I <laughs> was looking through um, some poetry, and I found a piece here, which is, which is, I think, in some ways, should counteract Chris's positivist happy, <laughs> huggy, okay. nice feel. Here you go. Out of the night that covers me. Black as the pit from pole to pole. I thank whatever gods may be for my unconquerable soul. In the fell clutch of circumstance, I have not winced nor cried aloud under the bludgeonings of chance. My head is bloody but unbowed. Beyond this place of wrath and tears looms but the horror of the shade, and yet the menace of the years finds and shall find me unafraid. It matters not how straight the gate, how charged with punishments the scroll. I am the master of my fate. I am the captain of my soul. And with that, I leave you, RP Gamer, (laughs) to consider on whether or not you are the masters of your own destiny. Good luck, and have a wonderful morning, and I should say, in case I don't see you again, good afternoon, Good evening and good night. No, no. You can't just throw a quote. You can't quote an old poem and then turn around and quote a Jim Carrey movie. Why can't I? <laughs> that is not the same tone. Why can't I? <laughs> no. They're about the same exact thing. It just thing, doesn't seem they? right at all. Think about it carefully. Are they not about this the same thing? such an unfitting send-off. Yes, it is. Oh, it is. There think about be, it. There yes, but music. is there anything about Sean that made you think that you were going to have a fitting send-off? I have a fitting well, send off for I Sean lost Cooper. My kazoo. <laughs> you play taps on the kazoo. What was your oh. What was your send off, Michael? I decided to search for Sean Cooper because I already know I had him on my friends list on Facebook. But I know he loves Facebook so much, and I found a Sean Cooper in Louisville, Kentucky, who was female. <laughs> Sean and Facebook is Sean wow. Lucifer Cooper. It's not a kazoo. That's just painful. <laughs> That's I a recorder. Play, so I decided to play my ocarina instead. <laughs> ocarina. I don't know how to play it. So that's <laughs> <laughs> that's right. podcast. how we'll go out this week. It's on, on the beautiful tones of my dulcet. All right. Well, there's never a good way to end a show where someone's leaving. So thank you and goodbye, Sean. Thank you all for listening. Um, RPGcast.com. Or excuse me, RPGcast.com. I don't think so. Not yet. Um, dig.com slash RPGcast or dig.com slash podcast slash RPGcast. Though I think they're changing the way they do podcast rankings. So I don't know. Dig us if you'd like to. Um, leave us a review on iTunes. Those are hugely helpful. Um, <laughs> take a look for the other RP Gamer podcast. They're up on the site. The Head to Head podcast, the Pack Track podcast. Go and review those as well. Um, <laughs> Thank you to Ed Walker, who helps do some production on the podcast work. And thank you to the guests for being here. And uh, thank you, Sean Cooper. I have for to all say something. Years. Yeah? You're welcome. Because not you screwed guests, up. What? RPGcast.com is not actually affiliated with RP Gamer in any way. No, it is not. Is that a real site? <laughs> it's by a squatter. Aren't we lucky? <laughs> Web 2.0 for post... Wow. 
It's a Joomla site. Oh, somebody... Joomsin? Visit the RPG Cast Network at rpgcast.net. And what is rpgcast.net? Let's see. This is the exciting (laughs) way we're ending. Please be good. Please be good. (laughs) Which forwards you to rpgcast.ning.com, which is a... Ning is a social networking, like build your own social networking site. Hey, here it is. RPGcast. Because God doesn't play dice with the universe, gamers do. RPGcast is your casting agent and launchpad to play to great play-by-post role-playing campaigns. Wow. There's an entire social network here with our name that I didn't know about. Shoot. <laughs> or maybe we've taken their name. I hope no. we didn't. <laughs> I don't think so. We were here first. <laughs> Squatters! I don't think... That's not a squatter. They filled a full... They did a name Shh. social network here. They've had the domain for over a year and have done nothing with it. It's squatting. No, no, no. Did you go to RPGcast.net, Mike? Yeah. They have six members. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> so they've done almost nothing. So I, I don't know. Wow, and they have a D&D 4th edition character sheet on Scribd. Nice. That's really annoying. So, um, yeah, That's don't go there. Um, <laughs> All right. We're out. Bye, everybody. I had to See you next week. More. We have to keep this podcast going indefinitely or Sean will die. Yeah. <laughs> I believe it's how it is. Yes. <laughs> no, that's it. It's over. There's nothing left. No. It ends time. All right. No, it's like a human show. That's why I use that quote. What happens? He walks out and closes the door and it's over. I don't want it to be over. Where will I get my weekly dose of abuse? You know what happens? Well, we'll give you money. We'll Don't take worry. care of that for you, Oliver. Yes, no, it won't be, it won't be, it. It won't be Luciferian abuse. No, I've just told you your answer, Oliver. What happened after Truman walked out the door and shut it? What did all the What did all the viewers do? They changed know. the channel and watched something else. There you go. Next week, you'll turn it on. It'll be someone else here, and the show will go on. Everything will be fine. But I'll be sad. No, you won't. Ethos will prevent you being sad. Be. You'll be far too annoyed with him to be sad. I suppose that's true. What I'm would you like me to make a giant speech? I could, I could do that if you want. You can have a big going out speech. I could say things like, "Well, I've enjoyed working here. And I found it a great pleasure. It was a privilege to work with the storied RP gamer family, and I am proud of my contributions to the site as a whole." I could say that. I could go it. I could jerk the tears, as it were, but I won't. Instead, I will say. Much more effective. It is. <laughs> All that remains now is to thank Ed. <laughs> we already did that. <laughs> that was ten Ed. minutes ago. <laughs> okay, go. That's it. Goodbye. Goodbye. So long. Yes, we are done with the podcast. Thank you for coming. <laughs> <laughs> done with the podcast. Thank you for joining us. Thank you.